0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Court of Books and Booze, our basement book club. I am Skylar, and with me, as always, are my two lovely and beautiful co-hosts, Jessica and Amanda. Ladies? Women? (laughs) Women. Women. How's it going?
1: It's funny. He said women because he knows that I don't care for the word ladies.
0: Really? It's just a weird word to me. I don't
1: mm, know. That's fair. You know, we all have those words that give us the ick, and mm. that's one of mine. We're cool. We say, gives us the ick. Yeah, well. We're in with the kids. Skylar hates that phrase, too,
0: so. I really do. That's a Why? That's a phrase that gives him the ick. It gives me the ick.
1: <laughs> Why don't you like it? I don't know.
0: I just don't like it.
1: He would rather say heebie-jeebies. <laughs> 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 Oldie but a goodie. <laughs> So how's it going?
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel it, Amanda.
2: My bones are tired.
1: <laughs> That's a good way to it, put it. It's
2: honestly like the point I even feel like my hair is tired. Like everything is just tired. It's okay.
1: Like all the main things are already tired, so it's just like radiating out and you're at like the point of your hair just being tired. Mm-hmm. Every single facet is yeah. just drenched in exhaustion. Pretty much. Pretty
2: that, much. That was poetic. Hmm. Should write a book.
1: I would suck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm better <laughs> at reading them. Yeah. But yeah, that's where I'm at. I concur. Real lively bunch tonight.
1: Oh, no. I'm all about it. I'm freaking pumped. <laughs>
0: so I book. think it'll pick up when
2: we get into it, but. Absolutely. Yeah. What have you been up to?
0: What have I been up to? Mm, taking a freezer out of my garage. Mm-hmm.
1: Heard about that.
0: Getting free desk from the school parking lot. A free desk.
1: Yeah, they put out a bunch of um, like old furniture that that they weren't using any more desks tables chairs uh, other materials or whatever and they just set them out in that little section Mm -hmm. um that they closed off yeah on the opposite side of that rail and it's just a free-for-all whoever wants them wants them
2: i uh scratched my name at the bottom of one of those desks or at the bottom of a desk i don't know if it was (laughs) out there so if you picked it up (laughs) and my name's on there
1: wouldn't that be incredible?
2: What a gem.
1: If the one we got <laughs> for Aspen was uh, the one that has your name scratched in it. That's funny. That would be funny. That'd be pretty crazy. I'm going to bet it doesn't, though. Yeah, I'm going to bet it doesn't. Nick. You <laughs> should go look though. I'm going to go do it. Just
3: <laughs>
1: What was your handwriting like? Sloppy. Okay. Yeah. Can do. Well, plus I was, like, scratching, so it's yeah. just, like, all,
2: like, straight, like... <laughs> lines as much what as possible. What were you using? I need to recreate
1: this as best God, as possible. I don't even remember. I really don't remember. She gonna say she was over here with an open pair of scissors.
2: <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I think I was like 15. Plus I had like a. Uh, That's not that long ago. Yeah it was. <laughs> yes it was. But I, I remember that I had a my knee was hurt and so I couldn't do anything like I literally was in a wheelchair like I thought it was the coolest thing though because I got to get out of class early so people wouldn't like run into me in the hallway (laughs) but uh so I was just like so bored like just sitting in class one day so
1: (laughs) she thinks she's special (laughs) because she gets a knee replacement not a replacement yet sorry it is well on
2: its way (laughs) I'm very much aware I kid you not with uh soccer practice starting i kid you know i've had to take tylenol every single night this week to go to sleep because my knees have been so sore yeah but today today during at work it was actually i felt good but my knees have been very sore so knee replacement yeah is
1: definitely in my future (laughs) in the next like 10 to 20 years shouldn't you be able to do other things to help it while you're at work isn't that what your work is for
2: Yeah, but you can only build muscle around your knees so much. It just, like, prolongs it. Mm. Right? And then my fear is that because I hurt my knees so young, I'm going to have to get a knee replacement younger. And as of right now, with technology, the knee replacements that they're doing are good for about 15 to 20 years. So if I get it young enough, I'll have to get a second one when I'm, like, 70 or 80. You know? Or you just don't
0: walk.
1: Quadruple knee replacement. (laughs) So,
2: but I'm wondering, like, if I'm spending so much money, maybe I should just amputate it and that would save me money.
0: And then you get the wheelchair and back. And then I get the wheelchair back. <laughs> you could
1: put two wheels at the end of your legs and just be like.
2: And you know what? I spent, like, up until this point, all my strength has been in my legs. If I get in a wheelchair, my shoulders would be jacked. But I guess spend the second half of my life was just insane upper body strength. For the first half, it's just been.
1: First half legs. I know. Second half arms.
2: I'm telling you. And I probably would save me money to just amputate my legs. There's actually.
1: Can we each keep one?
2: Ew. (laughs) (laughs) It's just. I'm literally like imagining like a Christmas story, (laughs) like it's the lamp.
1: (laughs) I was just thinking, I'm going to put it in a big jar upside down. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Just buy me some formaldehyde.
2: Oh, your house smells so bad. Yeah, So never mind.
1: bad. I hated, I hated the weeks in high school that they were working with formaldehyde because it would just make the whole school rank. Mm. Ugh. When I was in a never mind, I don't want your legs. Yeah. Keep them.
2: When I was in a college, when I, I had to take anatomy and physiology for my degree, and uh, we had a cadaver lab. Ugh. Mm-hmm. So we had a full person donated to science that was just soaking in formaldehyde. And then we got to, like, obviously, like, remove the body, and we were dissecting, like, on an actual person. But it smelled. And then one time we dissected a cat, and it literally was a cat in a bag. Like, just soaking in formaldehyde. This is a whole different podcast now.
1: I absolutely could not. Mm. Yeah. Not, not ever my field of But you know, like, anything. those
2: commercials where they're like, oh, you went nose blind or whatever. It actually does, like, it's a realistic thing. Or Absolutely you're just like not. completely. You just get used to it.
1: Absolutely not.
2: Yeah. Nope. Maybe not the sight of it, but definitely the smell.
1: I'm weird. I don't never, know. Never, never ever claimed I'd ever be able to do anything medical.
2: This is very different. So I'm tired. I'm talking about amputating my legs <laughs> and about dissecting animals and people.
3: I love it. So different aldehyde.
2: Us. Love this. I need to sleep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, I'm going to stop (laughs) talking. She's going off on some weird tangents tonight, guys. The slap happy moments are about to hit real hard. I love this for you.
0: (laughs) Well, guys, this week. Sorry. Guys. Nope gents babes and days <laughs> is that what you did in the, uh, the no i did say guys did you say guys darn we read uh fourth wing and we're gonna talk about it
1: yeah we are i love this i'm so excited
2: a long time coming honestly <laughs>
1: <laughs> the hottest book of 2023 is fourth wing by rebecca yaros Page count is 528, and trigger warnings include war themes, death, murder, physical and magical arts, altercations, weapons, violence, and sexual content. So I'm just going to give like the basic rundown of our world building at this point, because um, with the release of Fourth Wing here very recently, um, this year, we've found out that it is going to end up being a five book series.
2: Thank God. So there is
1: a lot going into this. Um there's a lot to be aware of of just the world building in and of itself. So I'm just going to go over those basics and then we can just chat about uh the book and how everything went for this first one. So, in Fourth Wing, Violet Sorengale is a 20-year-old resident of the land of Navarre. She's about to enter Basquiat War College in the Scribe Quadrant, like her father, studying books and history. But her mother, the commanding general, has other plans and orders her to seek entry into the Elite Writers Quadrant, which is extremely dangerous and very deadly. This takes place on one of on one of the fictional continents with two kingdoms uh this kingdom nope these kingdoms were at war for 400 years navarre is the larger kingdom and Basquiath war college is in navarre in the college there are four quadrants which are writers healers scribes and infantry writers are broken down into four wings And the wings are broken down into three sections, which are flame, claw, and tail. And then those sections are broken down into squads. So there's a fair amount of people in the rider's quadrant. They're all broken down into their little groups. The highest rank in the quadrants are wing leaders and section leaders. And everyone else is ranked as a cadet before what's called the threshing, which is when the dragons... They're dragons... Which is when the dragons choose a human writer with whom they bond. Dragons speak with their bonded writers, and their bond creates both a relic, which is a magical symbol of honor and power that marks the writer's skin like a tattoo, and a signet, which is a special power within the human, like mind reading, manipulating metal, etc. Some sort of additional power. In the Kingdom of Navarre, Tyrandor which, tell me if I'm saying something wrong, but that's just how I read it, is the uh, largest province, and it is the only province to attempt succession. Um, After this rebellion, the officers in that succession attempt were executed, and their combined 107 innocent children were marked with a rebellion relic by the dragon who carried out the Order of the King. And all of them were conscripted into the writer's quadrant at their coming of age to either prove their loyalty or show their service through their death. The other kingdom is um, Poromiel, and it is the smaller of two kingdoms on the continent. From there, uh, Griffins channel powers to writers, just like dragons do, and... Um, but they are like the alternate kingdom. We begin the book and it is conscription day and Violet will now attempt entry into the writer's quadrant instead of the scribe quadrant for which she was prepared. Violet herself is pale, petite, and frail with silver-tipped hair. She has Ellers danlos syndrome, which is... Implied in the book, but the author has confirmed it, which is a connective tissue disorder, so she has to fight extra hard, not just to succeed, but also to survive. First, the conscripts must survive walking across a parapet, which is like a skinny little bridge, on which many of them die. There, Violet befriends new cadets like Rhiannon Matthias, and she also has her longtime friend Dane Atos to look after her. Dane is a second-year leader whose father is an advisor to Violet's mother. However, many other people, like the powerful wingleader Zayden Ryerson, have had it out for her, and revenge may be deadly. He and many of the others are only there because of the fallout from their parents' rebellion, after which Violet's mother executed them. As it turns out, Zayden's father also played a part in the death of Violet's brother, so Violet and Zayden definitely start things off as enemies. And that's where we begin our book. Oh, where to start? Yeah. It's a lot. So I think we start off the book actually with... Isn't Violet like packing up a bag and... She's preparing. She's talking mm-hmm. to Mira, mm-hmm. which is her sister. Her sister. And they're going back and forth and Mira's like, you know, I can get... Mom to take it back, we can do something and, and Violet's essentially like, There's nothing I can do. If if she wants it done, it's done and they're talking about They how. Had
2: a, they had a conversation with her mom, right? And her mom was straight up like, No, yes. like you're you're a certain girl,
1: like this is who we are. Yep. I think after is it after or before she gets her bag packed?
2: I think it's after because yeah. Mira like starts taking stuff out. It's like, No, you have to do you have to pack light. You have you're to right. be smart about this. You're right. Because she's
1: like this heavy bag, you're gonna fall off the parapet. Yeah. Yeah. So she's she's talk with talking with Mira, and essentially they decide that, you know, there's nothing I can do with her mom being the general commander. If she says that this is what you're doing, that's what you're doing, regardless of if you're her child or not. And we get the impression that her mom's kinda cold. She's a bitch. Yeah. So Mira and her Mira and Violet go to her office and and Mira's like starting to tell her off and essentially she's just like none of my kids are gonna be anything but the writer's quadrant because whatever Mira's done that and she's some sort of
2: she's successful
1: yeah she's some sort of leader somewhere and and then her older brother Brennan was also did well he Had a really unique power. Yeah, mm-hmm. had a unique power before he died, and then. I'm, I so really, she's... I
2: really wonder why she ever got with a dad.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but maybe, but
2: she could have been different. Yeah, and maybe that'll be part of the story later on. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, because uh, their dad that... was a scribe. Yeah, that would be the an, whole. That would be an interesting little side story. Oh yeah, uh, their story absolutely that would be
1: interesting. Anyway, a fun little like background novella.
2: Yeah because
1: you know i'd love that i lo- would eat up anything in uh, this world yeah.
2: <laughs> i mean and from what we learned later on about violet's family later on in the book yeah yeah it, w- it would be interesting because i don't think she was always that cold but anyway
1: yeah for real i don't definitely but, lots of theories
2: but that's but that's what i love about books like these is that there's enough world building to keep you interested but then there's also a lot of mystery behind everyone and how things got to where they are when it starts—that you're just, you can—you're just, you're just want curious, more. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and especially with this one, how we know—I mean, there's a lot of authors that say, "Oh, yeah, this is going to be a series. We're going to have more books." But for this author to say there will be five books in this series, we're like, she's got a plan. Shoot, we've got a lot going on after this. She's got a plan. There is—I love a woman with a plan. There is so much more to this. <laughs> Just think about this. If this is one book a year, we are st- we still have the series until 2028. <laughs> what the heck? I'm okay that seems unfathomable. It. I'm okay with it.
0: <laughs> well, and she's also releasing other stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. This is,
1: well, and what's crazy with this author and how much of a an international sensation this book has been because this is this is really like the hot book of the year honestly they're almost sold out like everywhere it's insane but this is the author's first jump into fantasy at all she's done other novels and they all do really well but this is her first jump into fantasy and it has just been mind-boggling across the globe Mm mm-hmm Well done. I commend her. Well done. She seems fantastic. I don't know. I follow her on everything. (laughs) Same. Same. So. She's so cute. For real though. Mm -hmm. She really is. So I'm, I'm really excited to see where it goes after this too. But Hmm. yeah. So her mom essentially says, you know, this is what you got. This is what you're going to do. No kid of mine is going to do anything except for be a writer. And, um, they leave it at that, and so, what, they go back to Violet's room, and Mira is essentially unpacking the majority of her bag, saying, you yeah, know. because I
2: think she realizes, too, like, there's no there's no way out of this, so um, I'm going to do whatever I can to help you survive it in the ten minutes that we have together.
1: <laughs> Even though I don't personally get the vibe that she thinks she's going to survive any initial part of it like I think she likes to hope and she's putting on like a front but I don't get the underlying You're feeling talking about Mira, Mira about, okay that she's going to succeed because like we mentioned in the the little intro bit Violet's got a disability mm-hmm. she's always been frail she's always been um easy to be injured so like
2: well, she also didn't grow up training to be a writer like everybody else. Exactly. So she is weak. She was planning to be a scribe until like a couple months beforehand.
1: Mm-hmm. She had a couple months worth of training, and that is
2: it. Yeah, compared to everyone else, that literally has been training their entire lives to be a writer.
1: It literally gave me Divergent vibes. Still haven't. I don't know anything about that. I haven't read it. I haven't watched it. Hmm.
2: Well, it's very, very similar to where there's everyone splits up into different, different sections, and. I mean, they, in Divergent, there's a test that helps guide you versus this where you can just choose, but ultimately in Divergent, you have a choice.
1: Oh, so you're like put into different groups as well. Not just like, mm-hmm. like different, um, like things that you're doing as a person, not just like separating people, but like, it's a, there's a theme to what you're doing. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they're
2: so very much like the writer's quadrant. And this book, there is like the they're they're called dauntless mm. and divergent, so they're like the ones that go out and they're, they're the action. active, yes, yes, and that's very much like what that group is. Cool, so cool. it's it's very similar, and then yeah. you have like the healers and okay. all this stuff. Yeah, so yeah. it's a very very similar vibes to okay. Divergent, um, hmm. to where you also get a choice. Okay, so it, cool. it it's an it's an interesting comparison. Divergent does not have dragons though, so it's not as cool.
1: Dwagons?
2: Dwagons. <laughs> I haven't read Divergent. I've seen the movies, but I have not read them.
1: Gotcha. On so my TBR, got
2: but. Shailene Woodley. Yes. Right? Yes. Cool. Yeah.
1: Cool. So, I I think we, I think we end the little bit with Mira with her saying, you know, when you go through this first. Uh, this first. Test to get you into the quadrant. Um, she's like, The shoes you're wearing are not going to, like, they're not going to get you through that, they're not going to help you. They're too slick. So, she ends up giving her what this pair of shoes that she got for her or made for her or something, yeah, they were made for her, yeah, that are like, as well as that vest, yes. So, her shoes were grippy, like grippy boots, essentially. And then a vest made of Mira's dragon's own shed scales, which is, like, impenetrable, essentially. Mm -hmm. And she essentially says, don't take this off. ever. This is your bulletproof vest, essentially. Don't take it off. Ever. (laughs) So that leads... Does that directly lead us to... The parapet. The parapet, which is the big thing on conscription day for the writer's quadrant is they all have to go across this i believe it's 18 inch wide (laughs) bridge over this massive gorge that gets them from the entry point into their quadrant barracks essentially
2: yeah and i think mare is like there with her as she's walking up because then she like tells her like don't like let people know who you are. They're going to figure it out, but people are going to try and kill you. Stay away from Zayden. Is that yep. how you say his name?
3: Yeah.
1: Beca- and as soon as you get in, find Dane. Yep. Dane will keep you safe. Yes. And so, two main characters of the book. Zayden is the son of the leader of the rebellion of Tyrandor.
2: Dun, dun, dun.
1: Who Violet's mom had satan's dad killed Mm -hmm. along with the other leaders of tyrandor and had all of the children required to be marked and put in the writer's quadrant at their coming of age and then dane is like longtime childhood friend yeah like best friend yeah yes so his dad is like the what, like the first underneath. Pretty much. Like her Violet's mom or something yeah. like that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. So like the leading Yeah, so they commander grew, grew up together. Yes. And there's all, there's apparently been like...
3: Feelings. Mild
1: there's feelings and tension there. So... Which at the beginning, by the way, I thought was kind of cute. Yes. And what we find out is when you get conscripted into the writer's quadrant, you go through at least your first year I think it's your first year, with no contact. Mm-hmm. Except for anybody, you know, within within the writer's quadrant. Yeah. You have no contact to the outside world, to your family. So she hasn't been able to talk to Dane in a year. So she's really looking forward to it. And um, yeah, so that's why Violet says, stay away from Zayden. Don't tell anybody your name because there are these other Rebellion kids that are going to have it out for you. this is no holds barred. If someone wants to kill you they're gonna kill you. there's only like certain rules on when you can't
3: mm-hmm. go
1: after somebody and um, find Dane and she can only get she can only like lead her to a certain point going up toward this first task of the parapet before she has to go and join her own squad. So this is all chapter one. This is all chapter one. What I absolutely adored about this book, honestly, is it, it grasped my soul (laughs) from the very start. And I know that wasn't, that's not necessarily the same for either of you. But I was sucked in from the moment I started this book. The very moment. Page one. I was. She's
3: I was gone. She has gone. She's
1: gone. <laughs> so we're we're still <laughs> in chapter one at this point. <laughs> what, what are you
2: feeling like the first quarter of this book, Sky?
0: The first quarter. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's let's just <laughs> let's just talk about how I feel. The first chapter. Super good. It was entertaining. Mm -hmm. It it does a really good job of pulling you in. The first quarter of this book, fuck me, I'm bored. I don't know. It was. I mean, you know, so, not to jump, but I'm like, I'm reading The Poppy War right now. Right after finishing The Fourth Wing. Same style book in the first sections. You know, she... Takes a test, she gets sent to a prestigious college. Really? Yeah.
1: Nice. I didn't know that about the Poppy War. And I
0: fucking hated it during the Poppy War, too. Mm. <laughs> I just, I just like, it's it's style. cool. I understand where we're trying to go with it, that, you know, empowering young people, young women. But I don't need 25 chapters of people going to school I did it for the first 18 years of my life
1: see and like I, I see it differently especially knowing that this is the first book in a series that like getting that it's not just a standalone where you get you get the basics you get the action you get the, the resolve and then you get the like the finish. It's a series, so there's this big buildup, and the fact that like there was action at the very beginning, and then we get a look into the daily lives, and then we get more stuff going on, and then we get not quite a conclusion, like, and you know that there's so much more to come, like, I think it's perfect. I thought it, like, to me, I loved that glimpse into what we have after this point in time. Which, spoiler alert, apparently she doesn't die. (laughs) On the parapet.
0: (laughs) I just, I think, I think it's a fantasy trope that leads to really good world building. Mm -hmm. Because it, it can give you a decent amount of time to build things out. But, it's just like. I get it's it. It's just not my thing. It just it. got
1: kind of boring for you reading about the ins and outs of their daily life.
0: Right. Yeah. Gotcha.
2: Now, I'm going to I'm gonna talk about this, assuming that everyone listening to this has read the book. Because if you have not, you need to stop right now and go read the damn book. <laughs> so, when we're, first, <laughs> when we're first introduced to Zayden, and she doesn't even know who he is yet and just says, that's the most beautiful human I've ever seen. I was like, ooh. And I, you, know how I, you know how I am. I got to think for the bad boy, right?
0: Absolutely. That's why you're with Nick,
2: right? <laughs> yeah, my my little nerd. This is why I read about your the little, bad
0: boy. Your little golden retriever boy.
2: Your little bad boy. He really is. Good. He gives golden retriever vibes. Oh, I love him so much. But it was so, I was just like, mm, yep, this is going to be a good enemies to lovers story. I love it. And then figure out who sh- We figure out who he is. And then I love the constant, like, mental battle of I can't be attracted to him, but I am attracted to him. Why do I feel this way? And, like, all these mixed feelings that she consistently has. But I read this review on TikTok. It was – I think, and I think it was just someone, like, looking for views. I'm sure – I mean, people do that all the time. But she was – this girl had posted – a list of all these books that a lot of people loved that she did not. And fourth wing was on this list. And she basically was saying about how it was just a lust story and nothing important really happened. And I was just like, girl, I love the lust stories. I love this. I love the tension, the buildup, and then they give you a little taste of what you want. And then we're going to pull back for a second. I love that, and then when we get like towards the end and everything looks so good to be true I know it's not I know it's not <laughs> you know what I'm saying and then oh all this sh- and then it, it all shit shit hits the fan and but I love that whole back and forth it makes my heart flutter.
1: can I just say that it definitely <sighs> just walk up to the parapet and she's up there and like. There's someone behind her who's, like, she's unsure. And there's a few people behind her. And then one of those guys is being, like, an ass. And she gets up and it's almost her turn. And this this man, <laughs> he's you know, there's just this interaction between the two of them. And, she, like, someone says her last name so he knows who she is. And then she says, oh, that's his name. Like, they recognize who each other is. And it's supposed, to, you know, it's this... It's this enemies thing, and, and there's this Mr. obvious tension, and you, you know 100% at that point in time, you know, we've already gotten her idea on, we, we've got the feeling that there's this Dane crush, but you, you don't even finish chapter one, and you know that absolutely there's going to be some sort of Zayden something. <laughs> It's inevitable. It's obvious. I'm
0: still here for it. That I just want a book where it's not like, he's the most beautiful boy I've ever seen. And then they slowly become lovers. I actually want him to try to kill her. (laughs) Every book I feel like we've read has had like this weird, and yet again, this (laughs) might just be a heavy fantasy trope in books. I've never been a big reader before this. I mean, but, I'm kind of over this whole.
1: Thrown a glass spoilers. If you haven't finished it, don't listen to this moment. Skip like 30 seconds. But <laughs> Rowan punched Ailyn in the face, <laughs> and she deserved it. I, I know, but like you, you got it there. He's punching his woman like <laughs> in the face. <laughs> so like you, you get where they're trying to kill each other. You,
0: I just you I, get it. I feel like the first. <clears throat> quarter to half of this book is like let's compile every fantasy trope from every series that has been written before this regular. and it works so beautifully it, it, in mean, her it, writing it does it works well
3: <laughs> it was but very I just, obvious i had a hard time getting excited okay, but, for it.
2: but as obvious as it was i think at least how i felt that it was obvious that they were gonna something was gonna happen between them yeah. Because we knew her perspective on what she thought when she first saw him, and like how she was going back and forth, like okay, like I know who he is and who his dad was and what my mom did to his dad and what he did to my brother or what his dad did to my brother, all these things, how our families are connected. I still was on edge the entire time when they were like would find each other alone in a hallway. <laughs> I was just like, is he gonna, is he gonna is he gonna attack her because I he know. says he says he doesn't want her to see it coming, and then I was. Just, I was freaking out with her because I know she was. There were so many moments where she like freaked the fuck out because she's like, he's going to kill yes. me right now. He could easily kill me anytime.
1: Literally. So we, she, obviously she gets across the parapet. You know, we have some issues where she flips shoes with Rihanna to help her make it across this woman that she ends up becoming friends with. You know, she mm-hmm. has to, quicken her way across because you've got cannonball, loose loose cannon Jack behind her
0: <laughs> going... That was his name, wasn't it? It was Jack. It was Jack, it was yeah. Jack. Go, loose cannon
1: Jack. <laughs> going, going, I'm gonna throw you off, and he threw other people off so, so they died. He's but a, like, just a dick. But uh, so she immediately, she makes it across. She runs into Dane, has a little moment with him, and immediately says that she feels like she's being watched. Looks up and Zayden's watching her, and she's like, she runs away, mm-hmm. literally runs. Yeah,
2: I had moments where I was freaking out, and
1: I was yeah, because I was like, oh, are we? Is this a chase now? Like, what's I know, going- but
2: then I have to calm myself down because I was <coughs> like, Amanda, you have seventy five percent of this book left. It's yes. okay.
1: <laughs> so like, this is probably chapter two at this point, where we're like, oh god, like she's running from him. Mm-hmm. What? What? Because I don't know what's
2: going to happen. I'm sitting
1: here bracing myself, guys. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I figured there's going to be
2: something weird, but like yes. I didn't know if he was going to try and kill her though.
1: It was obvious that this they were they were going to have some sort of something. There's obvious tension there in some regard at least on Violet's end. And like it's it's obvious there's going to be something. Point A to point B to point 17 do not, mm-hmm. I, I could not figure that out.
2: Yeah. You know, it'd be even crazy. It kept me
1: on my toes that whole time. A
2: big twist would have been like enemies to friends. That's it. <laughs> they just realize that they can't make up for the mistakes of their parents and they're just friends. <laughs> that
1: would be they, fine. <laughs> they realize that they're, they're ju- just not compatible and they're like, it's the a truth.
2: <laughs> yeah. But our dragons are, so we have to be friends. Yeah, we yeah. might as well just get over it. And then that's the book.
0: (laughs) That's great.
3: No, thank you. That's the book I am writing. I
2: I need... Spicy. I need the spice. (laughs) Where they just shake
0: hands at the end and call (laughs) it a day. No, you know what happens is... (laughs) Come with the secret handshake. (laughs) Is at the end of the day, she marries his best friend and he's like, I introduced these two.
2: (laughs) He officiates the (laughs) wedding. (laughs) That would be so funny, though, if, like, them creating a secret handshake was, like, the chapter 55 of Akatar. <laughs> <laughs> that's as
0: spicy as it gets here, guys. Slap it. Clap it. Knuckles. This bump. Hump, rocket ship. Peacock. <laughs> a peacock.
1: No, no peacocks. This is just a handshake. <laughs> that's an ex- that's a
2: book that we need to read. So if you guys have any recommendations from Animes Enemies to friends. friends, that's
1: what we need. <laughs> Dude, I am on this. Yeah. On it. <laughs> and then it's just like a feel-good book
2: at the end. <sighs> Everyone's happy. They each got a dragon. She got two dragons. <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> you all have read it. Again, I told you, you to stop like five <laughs> minutes ago if you hadn't.
0: But, I mean, you know, when he when they're standing up at the top of the parapet and he looks down at her shoes and he goes, Hmm. <laughs> And that was the second I knew. I was like, yeah, he's totally head over heels for her already. That was it. It's just like, this is a fantasy book. This is how this shit happens. Mm -hmm. So she makes it across the parapet. She (laughs) does. She
1: does. It's very precarious, but she makes it with the help of her sticky boots. (laughs) Her sticky boot Mm -hmm. from Mira and uh, quick feet to get away from Jack. I hate that guy. Yeah. So she d- she does end up having her reunion with Dane and it is it's kinda quite cute. sweet. Yeah. yeah absolutely. He was super happy to see her, was super upset that she was pushed into the writer's quadrant when she has been, you know, training her whole life to be a scribe, which is essentially the historian of their society. They keep the written track of all the history. <coughs> but um Yeah.
2: I'm kind of on the same boat with you because I feel like the next part is just like, oh, like going to their bunks and, you know, learning the way of the school and how everything's separated.
0: Yeah, I think the only thing that really stands out within the next, you know, 10 chapters is the fact that Dane is just kind of a dick. He's this constant pushy, we got to get you out of here. Let's get you out of here.
2: Yes. And at the beginning, I think I th- thought of it as kind of sweet. because yeah, like, he was worried. Because so, he was so concerned about her and just wanted to save her because of how like, he knows how, how it can be and how people would just kill each other just to get a dragon. Make your chances better at getting a dragon because there's not as many dragons as there are riders. And, yeah,
1: he's second year. So he's been through right. this an entire year. He just got done with his first year in the white- riders Quadrant and it's not easy well even he could the, die at any time yeah like they got second and third years dying left and right too so because we essentially find out at one point that it's like 75 percent, i think of all um cadets that attempt to enter into the writer's quadrant do not make it until the end of their first year
3: mm-hmm.
0: what is shitty school by the way <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, because, you know, (laughs) you find out that not just do you have all these daunting tasks that you have to be able to complete to to be able to even get past conscription day, to then be able to get to the threshing, to be able to get to like through the end of your first year, you know, at that point, there are so many because you have to go through at the very end, then you have to go through the gauntlet. So there are so many things that you have to like get through that if you don't complete them or you or, or like you don't complete them because you can't do them or you don't complete them because you fail and then you die. Like there's that. Plus anybody can choose to just take you out at any time other than a couple like set times you can't do that. Like while you're sleeping or specific times in like training
3: mm-hmm.
1: that like it's prohibited but you walking down the hallway and you just want to off someone you can off them there's yeah. no there's no rules there's barely rules
2: yeah <laughs> you- i think it's pretty i think it's pretty dark that you know like every day they just like start their day with the list of people that have died and then they just move on with their lives like nothing had happened
1: <laughs> hunger games literally it's absolutely the end of each day when they, mm-hmm. they list the tributes that have died. Yeah. yeah. Like absolute hunger game vibes that, that was kind of like, mm. but And yes. I also
2: think it's really dark that they just
1: burn everything. Like it's like,
3: yeah.
2: against the God, whatever God that they serve to keep anything
1: of the dead.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I so. think
1: that's pretty, pretty brutal. If you die, they burn your body and they burn all your possessions.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you die in school,
2: then your parents have a choice of either like someone can do it for, for them in the school or someone can bring like the body out to them. Yeah, Something like that. Absolutely. It was just, it's, it's it pretty is brutal. brutal. I'm telling you, they just like teach this stuff. And if you die in the process, no one gives a shit.
1: Nope. Not at all. And, yeah, other people can kill you. The tasks can kill you. Um, yeah. You know, we get to the point where there are dragons, you know, because it's a rider's quadrant. You're riding dragons. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to – you're going to go through the threshing, which is hopefully bonding with a dragon. But the dragons just can up and kill you during this point in time if they think you're unworthy. Just by walking by them. You can walk by them, and they can sense you and be like, mm, you are not going to be a rider, and then just blast your ass. <laughs> Like, <laughs> wait so what are you guys drinking tonight because <laughs> I have a vodka pineapple <laughs> just blast your ass <laughs> uh, I'm not drinking anything
2: No, oh. no I'm pretty okay. I'm very sober okay alright
0: yeah I've got a Bud Light but I'm not really drinking either Bud Light. Bud Light.
1: I guess it's just me, guys. It's just me tonight. I'm carrying the team. Blast your ass. <laughs> but for real though, I we do, do encounter t-shirt. that <laughs> merch. <laughs> Fourth wing. Blast your ass.
2: <laughs> no, but you're right. I mean, because they have to go through that whole thing where they just, you know, the dragons essentially size them up.
1: Yes. Yep.
2: And uh, a couple people did die.
1: So they go through, you know, the next few chapters or so, they go through this whole period of training.
2: Yeah, and there was, which
1: which honestly, like,
2: the moments where they're, like, she's trying to, like, gain strength. She meets all these new friends, and they they figure out, hey, you're super smart, and you remember all this stuff because you were training to be a scribe, so we'll help you with the physical training if you help us with class, which I love that. Yeah, because all of
1: these people they still have to go through normal classes mm-hmm. along with the writer specific classes. Right. So they right. still need to learn the history. They still need to learn how things work.
2: Yeah. But when they have to go through like the specific obstacles before they get to threshing, I thought some of them were kinda like sped through to be honest.
1: Oh, Skyler was glad for that because he's like, "Oh, this mundane daily life thing. No,
2: I wanted this book to be a thousand pages. Absolutely. I wanted
1: more. 100%.
2: It was too fast. Give
1: me daily life of Baskiath War College. Yeah, it was
0: too fast. You guys are crazy.
1: And it's
2: not like they were just sitting in class and I needed a whole social studies lesson. I wanted more of the action stuff with the obstacles. It was too
0: Too quick. No, I would almost prefer we'd we'd got a full history course on the entire continent at this point in the book. Because it would have been way more interesting than what was going on with the actual story.
1: I'm sorry you're wrong. (laughs) You're entitled to your wrong
2: opinion. The only
0: section in the first quarter of this book that I really, really liked was the gauntlet. And that's because...
1: Not even the first section, is it? Is that like, like half halfway through? Uh,
0: is it half? Or yeah, threshing. because like the first the book, section
1: is the conscription and threshing and no, other no, no, other no. things.
0: The thr- the gauntlet comes before threshing.
1: Threshing is the last, isn't
0: it? Yep. Because they have to run through the gauntlet to get to the threshing. Arena. Oh
1: no, no, you're absolutely right. You're totally right. What am I thinking? nothing i'm not i'm thinking things out of order i was thinking that i don't know why it's been a while since i've read this guy so i devoured it in less than a week and it's been a while mm-hmm. so i think threshing so I was is thinking, like your
0: halfway point in this book
1: yeah 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 i was i don't know why i thought the gauntlet was like right before you graduated but it's not it's right before you get to go to threshing
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so what's the gauntlet
0: it's just a giant obstacle course up the side of a mountain.
1: It's like vertical American Ninja Warrior, right? Which fucking sucks. <laughs> no way. No way.
2: <laughs>
0: it, it's literally American Ninja Warrior. Absolutely. Because they have the warp wall at the end. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yeah. You. This is a task up the side of a cliff that you have, like, they, they're going through and they have to practice on. And you get so many practices mm-hmm to get through this obstacle course, which is exactly what it is. It's an obstacle course mm-hmm. that is, like, preparing you for being a dragon rider. And you have to get through it completely to be able to even qualify yeah. for the threshing, the, bond, the the dragon bonding. Yeah, isn't it supposed to, like,
2: like emulate you being exhausted during yes. the war and having to climb up on your dragon? Yep. Yeah.
1: Exactly. There are different points that like simulate different sections of, you know, what writers have to do. And, uh,
2: yeah. So. Violet gets through on a technicality. That's why I liked it. It's
0: because it's like this one, this one section of this book where her brain really shines.
2: Well, for sure. Well, especially since even, like, that last part of the hospital course, she hadn't been able to master right. at all during practice. No. So she was they just got... going off on a whim, like, hoping that what she was planning would work.
1: They have weeks, right? Yeah. Weeks that they're practicing this. The entire, you know, each section, each group is practicing this for weeks on getting through. And, and most people are, you know, preparing for how they're going to do it on the day of the gauntlet. And, you know, there are... What, just some ropes down that, you know, during practice, if if something happens, you can grab onto a rope, save yourself from falling down the cliff face.
3: <laughs> um,
1: and then on the actual day of the gauntlet, if you have to use a rope, it's, it, it costs you so many points or so much time or it's something like that. like 30 that. seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but you know, it's there, but there there are people that they had started to get close with or whatever that didn't make it through the gauntlet. Like they did something wrong. They missed and they fell and they died. There's a lot of death in the book. There's a, you think you know a character, you, you get a chapter where you learn about them, you know, their name, they've got some sort of connection. They're gone. No one's safe. No one's safe in this book.
0: Uh, you know, I honestly would rather have a book like that than...
1: Yeah.
3: It was so good.
2: Oh, yeah. It was so good. It's like you in a Crown so. of
1: Midnight. <laughs> we won't. We won't talk about that. Crown of Midnight. Which one? What? what who, who died in Crown of Midnight, Skylar? Your favorite character. No!
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, <laughs> We, well, on our shelves, we have Assassin's Blade first, so I was getting confused. I was like, Crown of Midnight isn't the third book. No. The third book.
1: It's just It is what it is.
0: That was a sad moment, okay? Absolutely. <laughs> no death in any book has hit me as hard as that one. It must be rough.
2: Maybe she got backlash for that, which is why she never killed off any of the other yeah, characters. Yeah, that's probably why. SJM, <laughs> we love you. Big fans. Anyway, she makes it she scrapes up her hands quite a bit
1: so she uh, yeah they she they do all this practice she works on what was the it. what was she, the, what was
2: that bitch's name that tried to tell her like no like you can't do that what was her name
1: i forget i don't remember i'll look it up in a bit don't matter <laughs> yeah kind of does so, though so kind of um, kind of matters so, uh,
2: i can't remember her so, name she was really fri- she was really close friends. with an a she was really close friends with dane
1: yeah
0: We'll just call her Amanda March. I thought it was
2: like, <laughs> Angela
1: or something. I don't know. but Amber. No, that's not maybe. right. I don't know. But we get to the end of like the practice season for them. You know, the day before the gauntlet, the last time they have a chance to practice, and Violet still has not gotten up it. Has still not completed it during practice so and
0: this isn't even the warp wall this is like the vertical wall where yes she's, she's got to like spider herself up the wall
1: she has like two sections of the gauntlet of this cliffside ninja warrior obstacle course that You know, you can't go on to the next one if you haven't completed the one before that. So she's back a couple that she hasn't gotten all the way through by the end of practice time. And uh, we get to Gauntlet Day, and she is just hoping and beyond hope that she can manage to make it work.
2: Yeah, it's do or die at this point.
1: Yeah, literally. Literally figure it out or...
2: Or die. You dead. I do like you that. Fly that like, or die. I do like that her uh her motivational saying that she tells herself all the time is that like she's not gonna leave her sister as an only child and then she just she just repeats like random facts in her head to calm herself down. I love that.
1: I love that too. Her being a scribe and so like anytime she's stressed out, she will just recite historical facts to herself. Yeah,
2: she's such a badass nerd and I really wanna yes. be like that when I
1: grew up. Really? I hope that for you when you grow up. Mm hmm. Like, just like strong, uh,
2: with my strong shoulders and my no legs. (laughs) And, you know, just reciting reciting facts, you know? Like that pointless knowledge, I'd be badass at trivia. Mm hmm. That's my goal. It's my goal. If I could keep my knees, that'd be cool. But if it's too much money, I get it. (laughs)
0: you'd be like my health care gr- legs this is,
2: <laughs> dude health rough right now okay? my
0: grandma just had a cat where she couldn't afford to get the, <laughs> the cast on it so they had to cut off the leg <laughs> amanda's oh, yeah. amanda's my grandma's cat
1: <laughs> and i'm sorry christmas because that's <laughs> her name we pay mm. for your legs yeah
0: It's a real bummer. (laughs) Lieutenant Dan. You ain't got the legs. (laughs) (laughs) Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. That's a great movie.
1: For real. I can like recite it. Side note. Before I was here, I
2: was making dinner and I had just turned on like some random movie that I found on HBO and it was uh, the very first Rush Hour. That movie does not hold up in 2023.
1: It is very racist. Oh, no. I've never seen it. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Does not hold up.
0: Hmm.
1: How many are there?
0: Three. I think they're working on a fourth.
2: Jackie Chan just um, released a movie on Netflix. It's the number one trending movie on Netflix right now with John Cena.
0: Really? Yeah,
2: it just came out like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, man, that man has broken every bone in his body. What a combo. I know, right? Isn't that weird? Anyway. I, that's what I was like, you can't see me. <laughs> anyway fourth
0: wing so they get to the top of the gauntlet and then are immediately lined up to go and do the dragon parade
1: walk through
0: is that what they call the, it the dragon
1: parade no because they should they just call it the valley right <laughs> that area is not it just called the valley
2: i don't know i like dragon
1: parade <laughs> that's all i, I can think the right area. now that's sure all i can think they go do the dragon
0: parade the dragon parade <laughs> <laughs> Cadets have to march in front of all the dragons and just hope and pray that...
2: say dragon parade sounds more appealing than what it actually is. <laughs> so yeah. you just going through, trying to act normal so the dragons can get a feel for you, but also hoping that they don't hate you enough to kill you. And then making sure that you're spaced out enough in this like dark valley with all these dragons looking at you, but you have to be spaced out enough so if someone in front of you or behind you gets torched, you don't get hit
1: if they blast your ass. If they blast your ass. Yeah. Man, talk about stress. So they're going through there. They go they go past a handful of dragons and they don't really get any interest, don't really have any issues at the start. Yeah.
2: As far as I know, yeah. And then they kind of try and keep each other calm by just having normal conversations and talking about whatever.
0: See to me, well, the, this was this was almost just a boring chapter because like the first three fourths of it, they're like we're just walking in a line, and it's a long damn walk. Of, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and it's just Violet trying to keep calm and uh, Rhiannon trying to keep calm, and then you've got Jack being stupid.
2: <laughs> but then they're also like trying to see what dragons are there, so they can kind of. Get a pinpoint on which ones they're thinking that they want, but mm-hmm. then there are certain ones like, don't look them in the eye, or, you know, if you look at them wrong, then you're going to offend them. And Yep.
0: She does a really good job of, like, flushing out the dragons in this book. Yeah, I yes. mean, you know, she's like, the green ones have a mild temperament, and, you know, they're not as, the- like, up in your face, or the red ones are angry,
1: Yep, the dragon, like, the colors and, like, the shape of their tails and just, like, their stature and everything all is different It's really cool, categories.
2: honestly. I thought it was super cool yeah. to
1: learn about the dragons.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: It, it, there were points where, it, to me, it was, it was a little confusing because it's, like, a Morning Star Tail is the biggest dragon. And then they're, like, you have Dagger Tail's. But they almost talk like dagger tails were bigger than, like, other tails. You know, you think yeah. of dagger, you think smaller and... Yeah, I don't know. But there is a dragon in the group that doesn't fit any of the... <laughs>
1: yeah. Aww. So... she just a baby. She just a baby. She's just a baby. <laughs> just a baby. So... But, like, the first interaction that Violet has with the dragon is with the green one, right? It's yeah. the... Is with... was Is it, like... It was, like, two green ones beside each other? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I was like, it's not a two-headed dragon. Yeah, because they smelled the scales. Yes. So they stopped and were, like getting all in her space and she's just waiting to be torched and
2: panic mode and, like jesus yeah and everyone around her is like what oh the fuck? my god
1: and
0: uh, well and i mean that being said this isn't her first interaction with a dragon because earlier in the book zayden's dragon
1: yeah made eye is, contact yeah like
0: staring at her right after the parapet right oh mm-hmm.
1: yeah is just on because they had all everybody that finished the parapet they had them out in the field it's like yeah waiting like an intimidation factor yeah and Mm -hmm. they had a bunch of dragons land in there and i'm just saying with as much stress as the school has you cannot
2: tell me that there are people that didn't die of stress induced heart attacks at like the age of 18 i'm kid you not i would have freaked out i literally would have dropped dead if a dragon was like right here next to my face It's not the point of fantasy amanda (laughs) nope drop dead They've got health issues too.
0: Nope. You wouldn't reach over and give a little kiss like you would a dog, You're like what?
1: <laughs> Couldn't tell
2: me you wouldn't do that to
1: your bonded dragon.
2: And then just, oh.
1: boop the snoot. <laughs> you think of uh, Lord
2: Farquaad and Shrek, where she just like goes down and like eats him.
1: <laughs> Spoilers for Shrek. I,
0: <laughs> I don't know if you've talked to my dad at all. But he, so he read Throne of Glass while we were running through it. And this just made me think of it. And he's like, I always pictured Dorian as the prince from Shrek. <laughs> Lord Farquaad. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> and Rowan was Dave Batista Anyway, go, go ahead. Can we not? Please. <laughs>
2: A terrible he's comparison. just a bird
0: <laughs> a anyway. big heavy dumb bird
2: anyway yeah dragons are scary
1: but also kind of cool
0: so the green ones smell the scales of
3: mira's
1: um dragon yeah and violet figures th- figures that out and she's like oh yeah that's that's who you're smelling tarn no
0: what was the name of Mira's dragon?
1: <laughs> Not Taren. Not Taren. <laughs> Tna.
0: Hmm. Start so,
1: with a T. t- uh, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Yeah, but they but they let her go on, and right. uh, there is isn't there a character in front of Violet who's mouthy? Yeah. Is it somebody that was full of themselves or somebody that was like had no confidence at all?
0: This book was so full of people full of themselves that I couldn't keep them straight.
1: (laughs) There was somebody mouthing off about something, either being too sassy or too sissy, and, uh... Ended up getting...
0: Their ass blasted? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so at the end of the line the last dragon is a little gold dragon that wasn't she wasn't supposed to be there right i mean they hadn't they didn't know
1: no i think they the because the group of cadets like ended up congregating there instead of continuing on to finish because they were just entranced with this little dragon that they, i mean i think at the time they said well, this is a feather tail. There's never been a feather tail that,
0: mm, yeah, that's um, what it was,
1: has ever wanted to bond or been out here in the um, the threshing. So they were all paying attention to that. They're being assholes about it. Yes, M- mocking it for being like so small mm-hmm. and
2: yeah, and just like oh she that dragon's gonna get its writers killed and yeah whatever
1: why what would it? anybody want to be with that one and
2: stupid yep no but i thought it was cool learning about how like, you know as much as riders take pride in the dragon that they pick or is chosen like it's really the dragon that chooses the rider essentially and that was something like we learned a little bit later but You know, they talk about, like, a big game about it, but I'm just like, you really have no control here. And they don't know much about how the dragons operate. The wand chooses the wizard, Harry. Exactly. Exactly. So, it's it's an interesting, interesting little back and forth, because I feel like they're learning all this stuff. It's like, yeah, but...
1: But then actually putting it into practice is, like, totally different. Yeah. So, the survivors get through there. They... Get to the end and then is it immediately after that they just are set loose in the
0: it's not immediately i think there there's like a rest time and then they go into the actual like a day or two the threshing right yeah so they release all the first year cadets in this huge field and say go find a dragon if you live and you bond good for you if not
2: and you only have a certain amount of time, right? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a
0: few hours or an, a, a day or
2: something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a full day, mm-hmm. but
1: Yeah, and it's I mean, if if they if they didn't bond with the dragon in this time, but they did live, they could still like, they could, they would go back through their first year again. Right. They, they didn't get kicked, kicked out of, of school. Chance. And yes.
0: one of Violet's classmates is actually a second year who has to repeat because he didn't get bonded yep. his first year. Yep,
1: exactly. Yeah, there were a lot of
2: character introductions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There really were in the first half.
1: Yep. That was Sawyer, right? Yes. Yep. Sawyer is a second time first year. Going through this again, because he went through everything, succeeded in everything, but didn't bond with the dragon. Yep. So uh, as far uh, as bonding with the dragon goes, it's, you know, the, the writers definitely had, were able to have an idea, like, going through the dragon parade on what what ones they might be interested in, what ones they might go looking for, but it's also ultimately up to the dragon, too. Like you mentioned, you know, how they felt about a person. It, it's kind of the just this middle ground of, you know, figuring it out together. Um, but then if your dragon, you know, if if a dragon wants to bond with you, they make this mental connection and are able to actually speak to you in your mind. And that's how, that's how you know.
0: This is where this book finally started to pick up for me. Okay. The problem is, is as soon as we finish this section, we go back into second training montage. <laughs> You're right. Um, Violet is...
1: Walking around for hours. Yeah.
0: And... You know, she sees dragons and she's like, no, I'm not going to approach the orange one
1: because. She doesn't have a feel for it. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, I,
1: and she's not feeling any sort of pull one way or the other as, so far at this
0: point either. Which they say that's something you feel as well, right? Is
1: You can. Right. Yeah.
0: So she comes across Jack and his.
1: A band of douchebags.
0: Yeah. And they're like, they're going to hunt the feather tail.
1: Yeah, she hears she hears him bragging about how he's going to go find that little gold dragon and slay it so that
2: which is not allowed by the way.
1: Yeah. Very much not allowed. Which I mean this this is the writers are very, you know, they've got a lot going on. You've got a lot of sway like it's a major thing. There a lot of people in charge. But the dragons are really the ones in charge in general. <laughs> over every over every human um yeah so that's definitely not allowed and uh so they're hoping you know they're saying that they're gonna do this to just save other writers from having to deal with a tiny dragon how noble of them yeah
0: such good people
1: right and so just to get clout or whatever.
0: Violet runs off to go and find the gold dragon to protect it, and she does. She finds it, and she hides. And then, when Jack and his band of douchebags show up, she jumps out and wrecks their shit. I mean, what? Well, she throws a dagger at Jack, hits him in the shoulder, right? Yes. <laughs> does she she doesn't kill one of them at this point
1: no no she doesn't because she injures them
2: quite badly yeah but she is also getting injured in the process right yes she's taking a bit of a beating. she's
1: she's like one on
0: three (laughs) and the gold dragon just refuses to fly away run away Yeah. yeah
1: she keeps encouraging it you know go get out of here save yourself like they're gonna kill you and nothing it just stays
0: so we get down to the last, the last guy she's fighting, and he's he's got the upper hand, and Zayden is there.
1: Yeah, yeah. He shows Zayden up. Zayden shows up and with is, his dragon and is watching. Right, because, because they can't interfere. Right.
0: So I think Zayden starts to actually walk forward, and then a big old. He's, bl- he's a black dragon, right? Yeah. Shows up behind.
1: Yeah. Violence. So like. Aw. Yeah. So she she's slowly losing that battle. And uh, yeah, Satan goes to take a step forward almost to like interfere, which he's not allowed to do. And uh, yeah, giant, giant black dragon lands behind Violet
0: and i do believe he, he is a morning a morning star tale. He is the biggest.
1: He is just the biggest dragon in general. And they have this realization cuz back during studying at some point they talk about there being like the two biggest dragons of the time and one of them is the like the general commander over Violet's mom his bonded dragon and then the other one has never like he's never seen isn't bonded well he he was
2: five years prior and lost his writer and has not since been to a threshing yes yeah so they learned a little bit of that
1: history too but surprise surprise who shows up batty (laughs) she's just a baby so, he shows up and, uh... Blast his ass. You guys are something else. And then, uh, Big Black Dragon tells... Tells Violet... BBD! <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a name. <laughs> tells, uh... Tells Violet something. I don't know, something like, you better kill this dude, or... Do you want me to do it, or... Something or other, I don't know, where, yeah. she, where she has the oh shit moment, he talked to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 because they don't kill him.
1: Well, lo and behold, we find out that the biggest of the dragons who has not bonded in many, many years has now come to bond with Violet. Could have seen that coming, you know, Seems seems pretty. Shocker. <laughs> Pretty standard for okay. the
0: book. So let me ask you guys a question. At this point in the book, what did you think her bonded power was going to be? Because, you know, I had no idea. We talk about uh, her brother Brennan, who had.
2: He was a healer.
0: Yeah, I can't remember exactly what they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I then, th- we know Zayden has shadow at this point in the mm-hmm. book.
1: What is. What's Mira have?
0: Um,
2: oh, she can, she can like, she can't, it's not, she can't, it's not that she can see far, but, um.
0: She has the ability to generate the, um, shield. Oh. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Of the wards. So lots of people. Wards, thank you. I couldn't think of what called. Yeah. Call yeah. It.
1: Lots of people have different signets that show up.
2: Dane can see people's previous memories or recent, things,
1: recent recent memories.
2: Yeah, so he's like highly classified.
1: Yeah. Um, the the overseer, the person over Violet's mom, can determine how the war is yeah. a war is going to end up. The outcome. The outcome. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what can her mom do?
0: They didn't get into it.
1: Yeah, they did. Her mom can control the weather.
0: I don't remember that. When did they talk about that? I don't remember that either.
1: The beginning. Hmm. Yep. Her mom can control the weather. I have more to say on that later. But essentially...
2: <laughs> but essentially... the um, When you are bonded with a dragon, dragon gives you power energy that power of or whatever because each person is different is based on what's inside of you as a person
3: right so so
2: the dragon just fuels
1: it right yes just, and it it manifests in you which
2: based is on
3: pretty you.
1: dope yeah so they like immediately after bonding and going through that little ceremony or whatever they get their Um. Mark? Yeah, what the hell is it called? I
2: don't know. Why can I not brain? Everyone gets something different. (laughs) (laughs) On a different body part, I have no idea. I don't remember.
1: They, immediately after bonding and doing that little ceremony, they get their bonded relic which oh, is really? their yeah. their quote-unquote tattoo from the dragon as chosen by the dragon and how they do it, essentially. So when they
2: when they go back, like, after the threshing, like, because, you know, like, Ryder or the dragon takes them up and, you know.
1: You have to be able to stay they, on if your If they dragon.
2: hang on long enough, you know. So when they get back and, like, they have to go up and tell and, like, basically, like, claim their dragon, saying, mm-hmm. like, hey, we bonded, um... And so Violet, honest, like, they told her, like, no, tell her that, you know, tell him my name, too. Tell him my name, too. The little baby dragon. And then so they're like, um, two dragons? No. And then they had to go have, like, this big old powwow meeting or whatever the dragons did. Wouldn't the story kind of suck that they're just like, no, you can't. You have to be yeah. one.
0: <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I mean, up to this point, dragons are the end-all, be-all. Yep. So... If a dragon says, "Hey, I'm bonding with you," that's that. So if a second dragon is like, "Oh, hey, me too," wouldn't you still think that that's that? That I mean, well, it's no. Done? The
2: dragons had to go and have a meeting yeah. to see if it was okay because they all went off and they weren't sure because it really because they even said they're like, "It's not really up to us."
1: Yeah, because yeah. Tarn is like essentially like he's the top dragon, other than. Mm-hmm. The top top dragon, you know, the TTD. What are you doing with what I say, Sky? And, um, which is that, you know, the main guys. And so he essentially was the one that had to go, yeah, lead a meeting about Tarn and Andarna.
2: Mm-hmm. And then Jack's over there bitching
0: about his shoulder. <laughs> She threw a dagger at me.
1: <laughs> it was it was a really cool time though. I think that the the whole end of the threshing when she realized both had talked to her. Yeah, because at, at, at the beginning, you know, she wasn't believing that Tarn wanted her. She was like, yeah. "No way! Like, like this the is not possible. Here, yeah, you're you're joking." And you know, she finally mildly got used to that idea a little bit, and then. And Darna talks to her also, and she's like, you're not supposed to talk to those that you're not bonding with, right? Well, I think she thought that
2: they he was only bonding with her because as like a thank you for mm-hmm. protecting the little one. But that's not completely true.
1: But that's pretty much what he says at the time.
2: No, I thought he said that he looked and chose her for her. I didn't think that he told her. No, it's just it's just a thank you.
1: Well, no, I think he said he chose her for her because he could see, like, he could tell her heart from that she did protect Andarna.
2: Yeah. How did you feel about Dane's kiss?
0: Got Gale vibes from (laughs) Hunger Games.
1: I didn't like it at that point because he, I don't know, he just progressively got grosser to me the more he kept forcing his opinion on to Violet this first half of the book about every time he saw her, oh, hey, we can get you out of the writers. We can get you back to the scribe. We can, let's, if we go now, we can do this now. And, like, so friggin' pushy. Like, dude. Yeah. No, especially when she's, like, not when she was even wishy-washy about it anymore, but, like, specifically when she was like, no, you need to stop. Right. And he still kept at it.
2: Yeah. I think that it needed to happen, though, otherwise she would always wonder, like, because even afterwards she was just like that was weird I felt Uncomfy. I thought I'd f- I I f- thought I would feel differently and so I think it needed to happen I think that timing was terrible
1: oh absolutely and then but, especially in front of everybody like yeah right ugh.
2: his emotions are running high
1: yeah I guess
2: but yeah yeah Gail vibes is a good mm-hmm good comparison did not like
3: yeah
0: well it's it's crazy because i mean you know you you start the book and you're like oh this guy i mean he's not that bad I honestly he's thought, a little overprotective i honestly
2: but. thought that like they were pretty cute and like how they had yeah. you know this childhood crush and then like now they're in the same place and he wants to protect her but yeah and then it was just got to be too excessive i wish he would have like had the mindset that mira did where okay like you tried but this is not what's gonna happen yes. so do what you can to keep me alive in here
1: but it absolutely was not and he was like I don't know. His emotion. He seemed to be so dramatic. All the time. We can only handle so much drama in our lives. Yeah.
0: He was too much.
2: Gosh, and he's such a rule follower. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway.
0: So, training montage to... Violet can't stay on Taryn.
2: No, I feel like this section is where more of the um, build-up between her and Zayden happens. Because there was some beforehand where it was, like, little intrusive thoughts here and there, Mm -hmm. you know. But especially after they found out that their dragons were mated.
1: Yes. Like, well, that
2: was a huge change because now we can't kill her. And now she's like, well, you're stuck with me now. We're going to be together forever. Yeah.
1: I think it, maybe was it right before... Violet found that out, that uh, she, like, trailed him, or she was outside for some reason. I don't remember, but got caught.
0: She was out collecting psychedelics and stuff to poison people, so she oh, was able yeah. to win her sparring matches.
1: I remember now. Yeah. And
0: uh, and she ran into the... Okay, what do they the call A group of, Re-
1: of uh, Rebels kids.
0: Right. Because... You're not supposed to have more than three, three rebel relics together at any given point in time.
3: Ugh, I hate that.
2: Politics. <clears throat> it just annoys me when people judge others based on things that their other family members did. Absolutely. It truly bothers me. And it makes no sense. It literally makes no
1: sense. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, so so she hides out in a tree, and they finish a conversation, and she thinks she's in the clear, but of course she's not. Because
0: Zayden is shadow. Which,
2: honestly, was kind of dumb on her part.
1: Like, duh. Well, she didn't know that at the time, I don't think.
2: Well, this is well before where we're at. Yeah. This is, like, beginning stuff. So, yes, probably not. Yeah. Because I know, like, he brought his shadows out towards her when she jumped down from the tree.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: He's a dark, spooky boy.
1: He's a shadow daddy.
0: Jess and her shadow daddies. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we do get the their relationship starting to flush out, and then Zayden tells Liam at this point that he's now her shadow. Right? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Because I there's, forgot that there's one rule that's broken.
1: Yeah, there's an there's a big issue that happens prior to that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Forgot
1: it had to have been not long after the threshing.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I don't think it was. I think it was like
1: maybe a maybe a days day or a two. week. Yeah. yeah, and um, violets pulled from sleep from. Yelling in her mind to wake up if she doesn't want to die, mm-hmm. and she wakes up and there's a room full of people. A room full of people, other writers
0: prepared to attack her, which is breaking the the like one Biggest killing rule that they have is you're not allowed to attack a student in it their works. sleep.
1: That's a cheap shot, man. Absolutely, at least give them a chance to defend themselves.
0: So Taryn is screaming at her, I'm not going to make it. She's like, He tells her not to jump out the window because it'd kill her.
1: He tells her that he's on his way. Right. Yep. The uh, the general he is on his way.
0: <coughs> and then just the shadow daddy shows up.
1: Well, yeah, so, she, so Violet has to do a double take because she sees somebody run out of her room that she's pretty sure she recognizes. But the other...
2: <coughs> also yeah. I, I love that they left that in suspense
1: yeah because i was just like who would it have been i know it took it, like i didn't figure it out but it was it definitely it was kept good. my attention yeah but so she's protecting herself against however many what like five or six there's six a, there's a lot in I there, there six
2: yeah she's extremely outnumbered and then she gets caught in uh a chokehold with a knife at her throat.
1: Yes. And like right at that time, I think, is when Zayden gets into like the doorway.
0: Not yeah. quite.
2: Yeah. yeah. Almost. Because then she uses the power from the baby dragon.
0: No, she used that before Zayden showed up. No, up
2: because up. he saw her go to the other side of the room. Yep. Mm. It was
1: right as he got in the doorway. Because he, that...
2: le- cause after he leads her out and then when they get outside with the other dragons, he's like, what, what the, the hell, hell?
1: happened? Yeah. You tell me everything. Yeah. Yeah, so he gets a He was, like, away, right there. But, yeah, she would have died. And in her mind, she hears Andarna yell something. Mm-hmm. And then time stops.
2: Yeah.
1: And she's able to maneuver herself out and get out and do whatever.
2: Yep. Oh, boy. Yep. And then time resumes, and Zane slays all their asses. He kills every single one of them, doesn't he?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, They're, they. He is pissed. They start begging, and he's essentially like, "Nope, you there's. You have no chance." And slays them all. Mm. Yeah, good.
2: And then his two little minions show up, and he tells them to clean up the mess.
1: Garrick and Bodie. Which are also rebellion kids. Yep. I think Bodie's his cousin.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: And ah. then afterwards he assigns Liam. Liam as her full time. Bodyguard Bodyguard. Yep.
1: Who's another rebellion kid. I love him.
2: I do. But then when they he takes her, he like storms her outside like through tunnel underground or whatever to where they go out and meet up with their other dragons and yes. s- spill the beans on everything and they're completely honest about things going on and she tells him like that about the other person she saw because he she's like baffled. She's like, I don't know how they got in. And then she's like, Oh wait, I do know how they got in.
1: But this is who I saw.
2: Yep. Which and we, we still don't we know. still don't know. Yeah.
1: And and he he takes her word for it and says that he'll handle it. Yep. And so we get to see at that point when they're out there we get to see a little bit of interaction between Tarn and Sigil which I I like to see more of that. Mhm.
2: Well then they find out that they can hear each other's dragons too because the dragons are mated. <laughs> it's
1: like yeah. interesting.
2: Yeah, and so cool. like
1: don't get used to it. Mm-hmm. Like sh- She's sassy. She's a bad bitch.
2: I, I like love her. her. Yeah. So then we go into the next day when they're all like gathered around and.
1: But at that point, like, and Darna's exhausted, right? Do we find out at that point that she just a baby?
3: Yes. When they're out I there. Think
1: during
2: that
0: conversation. She's yeah, like, think,
1: only... she's an adopted baby. Yeah.
2: Like <laughs> they explained that her parents had died and so they kind of took her in and, but she's not meant to. Bond for a few more years. Yeah. yeah.
0: Feather tails are not supposed to bond.
1: Due to their. Unpredictable. Yeah. So like the power shot.
2: She has a stopping time. Probably won't be what she has later on.
1: Which. she's real concerned about. And definitely. Like you know. Keeping it a secret. Like they're all planning that. Because wasn't it not far before that. We. We have that little scene. Of. Someone's. Power manifesting, their signet manifesting, and oh, it's where it makes them mind go, reading. Yeah, it makes them go crazy, and they couldn't control it. It was making them go crazy. No,
0: this that's that later, happens I think. after. It's later.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's a little bit later.
2: Well,
0: so they meet. The whole school meets the next morning, and Zayden calls out Amber. They yeah. Oh my god hmm <laughs> it wasn't me
2: <laughs> well yeah and then she's standing up there like denying everything mm-hmm.
0: i didn't know that. well and
1: <laughs> <laughs> i just picture his face in my head oh is this a thing am i missing something i thought I'll you were just you. being funny you oh. need to watch the skit yeah. oh that's okay. an
0: al pedro pascal oh okay
1: oh yeah i'll that. watch him do anything oh yeah <laughs> It's so funny.
0: Anyway, go ahead.
1: But so Dane's standing with Violet, essentially, right? he's a At couple people point. ahead of her, I
2: think. Oh, okay. And their lines. But and, he uh,
1: he's telling her to not...
2: Yeah. Like, why would you say that?
1: What is... Well, that must know. have been
2: a huge so- shock, because Zayden just says, you know, like, there are a few of you that broke the rules or whatever, and calls her up and, like, basically says, you know, like, the punishment for that is... Death. Death. Yeah. And that's the person that Dane got through his entire first year with. Like they were so close.
1: Yeah, they were coupley yeah. at some point.
2: Yeah. And then so he turns around and just begs her, begs Violet to No, tell him that you're wrong. Tell that's him that you're true. wrong. Let yeah. me let me see. And like reaches for her face. Yeah. Which come on, bro. We
1: don't we don't force things like that. That's not how that works.
2: Yeah. Bouche bag. I did feel bad for Amber's
1: Dragon though. But she she smacks his hand out of the way and says, No. Like yeah. she is getting bad vibes from him at this point, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. But then she does admit it eventually. Like towards the end, like right before she's about to die.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, no. Uh Taryn shares Violet's memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the with the rest of the dragons, with everybody. Yeah, and
2: she's like, just
0: what they need to know. Yeah. So they see her running out of the room, and I mean, that's the dissonance because
1: that was the absolute truth.
0: And then what happens? Taryn blast her ass.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I did feel bad for a dragon though. Yeah, cause she cried.
1: She dragon cried. (laughs)
0: It's a, it's a big deal even for a dragon to lose a rider because mm-hmm. does it, I mean it causes the dragon pain right Yeah like
2: the dragon could die if the bond is strong enough.
0: So we know that if a dragon dies, the rider dies. but if the rider dies, the dragon can die. It's not a guarantee but it has happened
2: right. Right, which is why Zayda now is so hell bent on keeping Violet alive,
3: mm-hmm.
2: because if Violet dies and her dragon dies, and his dragon will die, and then he'll die. It's a whole circle. Supposedly, supposedly. Yeah. Well, that's the fear, and I would be fearful too. Oh, absolutely. So, but I feel yeah. like he assigns Liam to like be his be her bodyguard, and he's just like so fed up. Like, gosh, I have to now protect this girl who can't protect herself. Like, I feel like he has moments where he's like that. And comes off as just annoyed. Mm -hmm. Even though he's that. But it comes off that way.
1: This this man makes her a custom set of daggers to fit her body type. To be able to protect herself in addition to protecting her. Because the ones that she's using are not ideal for her. Yeah, he's sweet. Creates a whole new set of daggers skylar why don't you do that for specifically jess? custom for the way that she moves you're slacking and her body type
0: jess wants a new set of daggers what
1: a <sighs> man what a man
0: uh i can't think of anything that re- there's nothing really exciting after that point i mean i'm telling you it's just relationship build up right i mean which
1: i, I mean if you're reading it is
0: i soaked it all in kiss. Mm-hmm.
2: What's the moment where they're out on the? Because uh, there's the the moment where she starts like because she's freaking out because she's not getting her powers right. Like everyone else is starting to manifest stuff and create stuff and figure out what their power is going to be. She is not.
1: Well, and we do find out that if you don't manifest your signet, it your your it can power up, can go crazy inside you and blow you up and blow you up. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I really wanted a scene of that in this book. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Same. Somebody just like. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I think we backtrack a little bit because we get we get into this point where um Tarn and uh oh gosh, what's Zayden's dragon's name? Sagale. Sagale are getting hot and heavy. And <laughs> <laughs> um we learn that uh Violet can't
1: block them out right
0: the the barriers she's learned to form to kind of block them out just aren't enough or she's not able to keep them up at this point i can't remember (laughs) so she's like flushed and feeling hot and heavy and she has to kick liam out of the room at one point
1: because she's looking at him a little too interestingly (laughs) however you want to phrase that
2: I feel like she's doing that with anything that can walk, honestly, <laughs> at this point. At this moment. Yeah, so she kind of, like, has her little, kicks him out, and then just says that she, she needs to get some air. Mm-hmm. So grabs her cloak, sneaks off away from Liam, starts walking down, and...
1: And she's just walking. She's just walking wherever, getting out of the area not realizing. yeah with all these
2: intrusive thoughts just pouring in no way of stopping them and uh yeah runs into Zayden.
0: of course she does yeah she just, the,
1: she just happens to happens to walk to him so cute anyway
0: <laughs> he's outside what he's
2: smoking a cigar is that what he's doing
0: he's smoking something.
2: See, <laughs> he's smoking, smoking something.
0: <laughs> so I think we've talked about this a little bit. I am reading the Poppy War while I'm reading this book. <laughs> and it is so hard to differentiate between these two at certain points because I mean the writing styles are so similar and mm. the one of the main characters smokes a lot of opium mm. in the Poppy War. Obviously, the that, that makes sense, right? So every time I, I'm thinking about the fourth wing, I'm like, "Oh, he's smoking opium." No, that's the wrong book. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that yeah. was
0: Alton, not Zayden. Yeah,
2: I think mm-hmm. he's just smoking a cigar or something.
1: Yeah, I think you're right.
0: Yeah,
2: but knows exactly what's happening as soon as he sees her. She's like, "Oh, you couldn't sleep either, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> this is like I was giddy the when this is all happening
1: tension yeah oh
2: my
0: goodness i was a little giddy too i was like ooh, (laughs) this is the way to set up spice
1: yes it Mm -hmm. yeah it was written
0: so well
2: yeah so he takes her face calms her down teaches her the ways of blocking out all of grounding herself yeah just separating herself from all that's happening it's Um, a lot of shutting that door
1: yeah, a lot of mental visualization. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, she's able to do it. And he's incredibly impressed of how quickly she's learning. What happens after that?
0: They smooch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one way to put that. Yeah. Well, he he tr- he
2: tries to control himself at first and Oh, Back so like, like I shouldn't I shouldn't have done that like you can't I can't do this, and then he's just like, "Fuck it!" Like any actually says that. Oof,
1: dark, tall, and handsome male in a fantasy series so <laughs> tries <good. laughs> to control himself.
0: Who's it's... got shadow powers? <laughs>
1: shadow daddies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good, and then they have their moment where they're just, you know. Just feeling each other and literally, yeah, until he regains whatever ounce of control he has left and pushes himself off.
0: I have a question. Do you think he had to live with a year of this beforehand?
1: Like it's all built up? Yeah. Probably. Oh, before he figured out how to block it out?
0: Well, I mean, there was a whole year where he's just connected to his dragon and when oh, her yeah. and Taren, right? Yeah. I'm saying it right. Are I, getting hot and heavy. And I, he says it happens quite frequently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So he had to figure that out. Right. And it took he did say it took her a lot less time than it took him to figure out how to do that. I want
2: I want a book of just him.
0: Of just I, Karen and his, uh <laughs> Gosh, what's her name? Sigil. Sigil. No,
2: Zayden. Yeah. I want a book of just him where we <coughs> learn all about his past, where he takes on all those scars for all those children. Ugh. He comes and walks the parapet as a newbie. I want it all.
0: Amanda doesn't want a dragon spice book.
2: I want do both. Do you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I do. I want, I want to know more about that. I want to know more about him. His POV. Yeah. His backstory. I'm I, sure we'll get something. I got one chapter in this book. And that's it. I want more.
0: That's almost all you need, though, really. No.
1: No. Get out of here.
0: Yeah. I, I mean... Kicked out of the group. It's Rebecca, <laughs> Rebecca Yaros, right? She's the author of this one? Yeah. Yes. She does a really good job of summing up characters' backstories easily and...
2: I think she does a good job of telling you what happened. I want the feelings. I want the thoughts. The first I want, hand. I want everything.
1: She wants it all.
2: I was about to start singing, but we can't do that.
1: I mean, you could. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you to not.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so then she, she runs away and they had their moment and it is what it is and it's done and now it's awkward and all the things. Naturally. Which is what I expect. From a couple of youngins. But it was a really good moment. And I loved it. Couple of youngins. They are. They're babies. (laughs) I don't remember what happens after that. I kind of blacked out. Too stuck on that? Yeah, until the next section.
0: I'm trying to think. Because, I mean like we've talked about previously in this episode. I mean, this book is like <coughs> plot point training montage, plot point training montage.
2: When and, when did they do that competition where they had to steal a vital piece of information? Sometime right around here. Was it was it because she kind of like looked at him for approval when her group presented? I remember points. I'm getting the timeline mixed up because it's been a minute since I read this.
1: Well, and there are a lot of um, main points in this book. Like, there's, yeah, there's training montages, but like the majority of this book is action and information. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: So, like, it's hard to keep it straight. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not a lot of just filler.
2: And then I'm trying to remember when they went to that uh, outreach post where that she was, saw her sister.
0: So that was the, they won the Intel competition.
2: Yes. Oh, so they're tied together. That's what I'm saying yes. yes. Okay. So they do. I think this happened, yeah, right after the awkward.
1: <clears throat> I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. So that was a nice moment she got to see her sister.
2: Yeah. I, I appreciated that kind of reality check.
1: I liked the reaction from the general, her mom, on uh, her managing to get their group to steal that map. Oh, yeah. Like.
0: I don't remember the mom's reaction.
1: It it, it was like she held it in because that seems to just be her as a person. But like there was a little bit of like shock there at the beginning. Like Violet could tell that she surprised her.
0: Yeah, that was all really, really cool leading up to Mm. they break into the general's office and get the map out. And then they're running from the guards. Yeah. yeah, Which, honestly, thinking
2: (laughs) of stealing that, ingenious. Yeah. Ingenious. Well, I mean, and that. And then it's also a slap to her mom. Like, mom, look what I did. I broke into your office. For real. Like, we're killing two birds with one stone here. And I loved it. Well,
1: and it's one of those things where it's like, yes, this is a very action-y book. There's a lot going on. I mean, we've got, um, you know, very physical things, like, just regarding people in general. Um, But then you get these little points like this where you remember that Violet's trained for years to be Mm -hmm. a scribe and to use her brain. And she's a very, very smart person. So it just... It yeah. shines through at that point.
2: Yeah. Which I, I really do like. Because it does show how different she is from the others. She's not your typical writer. Yeah, I think absolutely. Zayden sees that too. Because he had a little smirk of approval. <laughs> when they presented and so I don't know. It was super cute. <laughs> so yeah. So then they got to go to that, to that outreach post. And she saw her sister. And it didn't end well. So.
0: You know i I really like this scene where where Mira catches her and um, uh, Rhiannon. (laughs) I know that's not her name. Rhiannon. 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 There you go. Sneaking out to go see Rhiannon's family. Yeah. And she's like, "I can't let you do this, but you're going to do it anyway, so I'm going with you." Yeah. And then you know we have a chapter of them just catching up and talking, and I mean. It just, it, it really, I think, almost grounds that relationship because, you know, the first time we see Mira, she's like, she's almost bossy and telling her what to do and how to survive. And now that Violet has survived, they're almost like on an even playing field. You know Honest,
2: honestly, their relationship might be one of my favorites in this entire book because it is such a perfect um, visible, visible, what am I saying <laughs> I'm going to choose a different word it's such a perfect interpretation of a older sister younger sister or older sibling, older sibling younger sibling relationship because I know like with my brother like there are times where you know you're trying to protect them you have to be bossy like this is how it is but then like in the moments where she's like well you're going to do what, what you're going to do anyway so I'm just going to go make sure everything's good because you're going to do it regardless of what I say that's siblings.
0: Jess, I'm not know. I'm an
3: only child. <laughs> <John. laughs>
2: but their their relationship is probably one of my favorites in this book.
0: Yeah, I think it's extremely, I mean, it's extremely well written too, yeah. right?
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah, it ends in uh, chaos. An emergency evacuation because shit's about to go down and
0: because it was there was a griffin attack on the yeah. on the base, right?
2: Yeah, and Mira saw it. Yes. And so she's trying to rush everyone out there. Violet's wanting to stay to help her sister. Yep. Dane is being a dick. Zay-
0: Zayden shows up out of nowhere. He's like, "Yeah, the the dragons couldn't be apart for more than 2 days."
1: Yes, yeah, it was it was like right before the issue, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Right before
1: the griffin issue, the or is it right after it?
0: Uh, I shows think he up was like there day befo- before. Yeah, before. Right. Yeah,
2: because yeah. yeah. he. Yeah, because they show outside. Show he shows up outside of Rihanna's family's house oh, because yeah. he meets Mira, and she's like, "Who the hell are you?" Yeah, yeah.
0: And yeah. then she gets and Mira gets mad because she's like, "Why are Why are you associating with him? I don't understand." Well, yeah.
1: at, at one point, doesn't Mira say, "I hope you know what the hell you're doing"? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, but Violet essentially listens to Zayden because he mm. kind of
1: talks sense into her. Like, hey, we have to go. And Zayden ends is. up putting yeah. putting Dane in his place, too, because... Dane is so fucking annoying. Dane's like, no, Violet, you got to come do this. Like, I'm your leader. And he's like, but I'm your leader, so fuck off, Dane. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what we're all feeling at this point in the book, right? He's so
2: annoying. Like, get over yourself, dude.
0: It's so crazy how fast I Re- there was a Re- drop. Rebe- yeah, Rebecca Yaros has you turn on Dane because yeah. when he's first introduced, you're like, "Oh,
2: a good friend." Yes, cool. We need Boy this store.
1: Yeah, we love that. Can't spell disdain without Dane. <laughs> Facts.
0: Steal that from TikTok. Uh, somewhere. I think it was TikTok.
1: Uh,
0: or an Instagram somewhere. reel.
2: But at this point, I'm just like, dude, like, she's proven herself. Like, she's made it this far. She has two fucking dragons.
1: More dragons than you. Get over
2: it. Okay,
0: let's be real. She has one and a half dragons. Hey, she's she's a whole dragon.
1: She's just (laughs) not. She's a baby. Gosh.
0: Who... I'm just annoyed with her. Can't him. keep up in flight and can't use her powers. She's a
2: baby.
3: I'm She's not, that's, learning. And
2: that's fine. She's a baby. That's... Stop, stop. Whatever you're about to say. Don't say it. Nope. She's a baby. Let her be.
0: Does she get in free at an amusement park?
2: <laughs> you have to be this tall. <laughs> <laughs> Oop. She'd blast your ass,
3: Skylar. Let's be real. <laughs>
2: Oh, wow. I got aggressive really quickly. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did.
3: I'm
0: not used to being on the receiving end, Amanda.
1: (laughs) So didn't, you know, they essentially go back and then have to just go about their week as normal? Yeah, she didn't hear anything.
2: Yeah. She was
1: kind of, because she went
2: and she was standing outside his, um, was it the Scribes Quadrant to see if there was any word?
1: And nobody said anything. Right. Nobody said a word. They didn't hear anything about it. Um, and she even asks wh- one of the teachers or, who you know, whoever asks about it. And they're like, you know, I can't tell you anything. Yeah, it was just some BS.
0: And all she wants to know is if Mira survived.
2: Right. And she, like, wasn't sleeping. She was getting up super early to go over there. Because even, even the scene, um, there was a scene where Zayden and Dane were both had both met her there or something like that. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. But she does eventually find out that Mira didn't
3: die.
0: It's interesting because even up to this point in these books, you know, they're they're going through like their um combat training and exercises and all that. And then they have these classes where they're going over strategy and um her and Liam at one point get a letter and accidentally open it and see mm-hmm. classified intel essentially,
1: yeah. But it doesn't state classified right on the outside of the scroll,
0: so yeah. her and Liam just kind of brush it off. But I mean,
2: thinking
1: that they're going to hear about it in class, yes, because it wasn't labeled classified, so they figure that's something that they're going to learn about, yeah, in their like current events,
2: yeah. Because when they, cause they didn't. They didn't end up bringing it up in class. And so she was second guessing herself thinking, did it say it? And I just missed it or Mm -hmm. something like that. Because why would they not give us that information? Yep. Yep.
0: So we know that, you know, the government. Something
2: is fishy. The
0: government or regime, whatever you want to call them, is, is hiding. They're sus. Withholding information from people.
2: Yep. Sus, sus, sus.
0: Tamir is alive. Yes. And then we get into the next. The sex. Not quite. Because we (laughs) have. My sister's alive.
2: Let's do it. Yeah. Celebratory sex.
0: (laughs) We love it. We get into the next competition almost immediately where they put the wings against each other, right? This is where she kills Jack and awakens her power.
1: We're already at that point. Oh, they yeah. They don't have sex before she gets her power. That's because... why I'm saying.
0: Yeah. I was like, that did happen next.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Dang. Lightning. Yeah. So what is. Who does she attack
2: What's... that like sparks that? Because they're up on their dragons they're supposed to
1: it's like capture the flag essentially that's what it is i couldn't remember what the uh, yeah it's like capture the
2: flag yes so they're all up on their dragons who does jack attack that sparks her to be like hell no liam liam was it yeah, liam was yeah
1: liam. because they, she caught liam
2: yeah because he falls off the tower like they f- both fall
1: right jack gets on liam's dragon and right stabs and stabs him. stabs him yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. i remember now
1: and liam falls off his dragon and violet catches him because she, she has to use some of that power right
0: yeah yeah she uses her time stop <laughs> yeah. Yep, to catch With liam
1: on darna's help she catches liam
3: this is a- gets him <laughs> to
1: safety like has people get him to safety yeah. and then goes for jack and she uses pers- the lightning that now manifests mm-hmm. and damn
0: <laughs> okay so i want to be real up in to this point i thought she was going to be a healer like her brother i thought that oh, was going to be yeah mm-hmm. they're going to be the big the big reveal So this point in the book where she awakens her powers made me start thinking about the end of the book and what was going to happen. Because she gets lightning, which is cool. It's super cool. And if I remember right, Taryn is super excited about it, too. Doesn't he yell?
1: He's like lightning wielder, yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: which is extremely rare signet.
1: Of course, you know, as the MC shouldn't have. An extremely rare signet. With the best dragon. Dragons. dragons. <laughs> it's
0: half an S. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a C. <laughs> it's the bottom half of the S. It's um, a backwards C.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she she blasts Jack's <laughs> I knew you were waiting to say that. Um, just completely decimates the tower he's standing on too if i remember right Mm
2: -hmm. yep
0: and
2: he did she when she when she comes down like she has like that initial shock of i just killed somebody
1: yeah well do was jack on his dragon on the turret and so they both fell into the rubble
0: i believe so yeah okay thank god jack is gone he the worst character in this book. Yeah, from the uh,
2: beginning.
1: F- yeah, like the first chapter. Like from the first chapter, he's been horrible. There's no redeeming
0: qualities whatsoever.
2: Yeah, no, not even close.
0: Mm. So good old violence then struggles
1: mm.
0: mentally.
2: Yeah. And Dane says all the wrong things yet again. What's new?
0: But who shows up to say the right things, Amanda?
2: It's my boy, (laughs) Zay. It's my boy.
0: Jessica, you want to tell us about it? (laughs)
1: Zaddy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We love that. We love him.
0: He shows up to calm her down. And Didn't they do a great a, job of that. Yeah, they do a little more than just calm each other down.
2: I think. Well, I think that he he just does a really good job of being like, yes, like this is what's happening. This is who you are. This is where we're at. It's well, yeah. You just
1: have to accept it. Well, and he, I mean, he he doesn't coddle her like. No, Dane. he says, yes, you killed someone. Yes, this is something we have to do. Yes, with your signet, they very well may need to use you in war. But right. You'll be protecting people also. Right. Even though it's a destructive power. hmm You know, you still are able to keep your humanity, even though you've killed someone and probably will then, again, have to do that in the future. He's like, it never gets easier. Right. You just have to yeah. work through that, and we all have to work through that. Yeah,
2: I think he just does He connects re- with her. Yeah, he just does a really good job of knowing who she is as a person as se- and by saying that, hey, yes this could be bad, but this is how you can use it for good. And that is what our job is.
1: Well, (laughs) after it and, and, you know, Dane's trying to hold her and he's like, you don't, you don't ever have to kill again. You don't have to do that if you don't want to do. And and Satan's like, fuck that. Yeah. She's gonna have to, what are you talking about? Don't say that to her.
0: Yeah. He's like, she's a writer. You do realize that that means she's going to kill people. You do realize she has the rarest signet that is given to writers. She is going to have to kill people.
2: Well, even if he would have said that and she killed again, we'd be right back in the same cycle. He he didn't do anything to help toughen her skin. That's kind of how it has to be. But then later, he does go and check on her. To make sure all is good.
0: And then she starts flinging lightning around, catching trees on fire.
1: (laughs) Yep. They have a good old time.
2: Yeah, we get a whole new version of Chapter 55.
0: Arguably, maybe a better Kiss.
1: one. <sighs>
2: anyway.
0: It's
1: a very well-written spicy scene.
0: They break the armoire. They break the bed. They kill the training dummy. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like a solid
2: like eight, nine pages.
1: It's It's a conclusion to the tension from the first three quarters of the book.
2: Yeah, it was. And it's.
1: Yeah, the tension has been released. Again and again and again and again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he might have had a whole year built up. Who knows? That'd be a lot.
1: Before she even got there. Love that. Love that. Wasn't he not there in the morning when she woke up? Correct. But he went and picked her flowers and left them for her in her window. I don't remember that. You have a lilac bush right outside. (laughs) Break my furniture and pick me flowers. All she's asking for
2: is a new dagger set. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway. <coughs> Guys, that's all <what> girls want. <laughs> Broken sure <laughs> <furniture laughs> and flowers. <laughs> what happened after that? A lot more of the... A lot more of the goods?
0: I'm trying to remember. Because it's not very long after that that they get orders to...
1: Well, there's a small section in there. Because we essentially... In, in the book, we essentially get two sex scenes. Yep. And I'm trying to remember what's between the two.
2: The only thing I remember...
1: If there's anything really noteworthy.
2: No, is right before the last, like, sexy and stuff, isn't it the ball?
1: Oh, wait, so... Yes,
0: it is. That's right.
1: Yeah, but even before that, now that she's had her signet manifest, she gets to train with that. The one teacher. teacher,
2: Yeah, that she hadn't been able to go to.
1: That she's, like, feeling super wary about because she's the one he watched just kill the one guy.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: because he was was going crazy. Yeah, so she's been going and trying to hone down her targeting, essentially.
1: Her aim.
0: And they're not getting anywhere.
1: Working on her aim. Not going very well. Yeah.
0: She still can't stay on Taryn while they're flying. Rough hmm. without yeah, so the saddle.
1: Yeah, but I think they, no, they're, they're both pretty them. content with the saddle.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, but then after
1: that, I think it's I think it's the ball. Yeah. yeah which is like the next big thing. Yeah, which is like an a super shitty situation because they have this ball every year to celebrate the um like the the win over the rebels which they
2: make them all attend they make
1: all of the rebels kids attend which is essentially a celebration of the anniversary of their parents death like how shitty can you be and apparently a lot of them don't attend it but liam did yeah he escorted violet as he does He's the best boy. For real. He
2: has labradoodle energy. Absolutely. He is everyone's best friend. I adore him.
1: So the...
2: We realize Zayden's not there as we get in because she goes in, talks to What's-His-Face, Mom is there, blah, blah, blah. And they're
1: all like saying, they're just being so tactless with everything or intentionally
2: yeah and the things that they said to liam jeez absolutely disgusting but yeah zayden's not there she's trying to call out to him nothing because they can now talk to each other
3: yeah
1: (laughs) since she can yeah their dragons can talk, so now they can talk mind to mind, okay, whoa, back up for a second.
2: That scene in the cafeteria <laughs> where she sent images to him, and he like choked.
1: Dude, so good, so good anyway,
2: I was laughing so hard.
1: <laughs> yeah. But
2: anyway, so she goes looking for him. Was did she know well before that he's probably not there because of his dad?
1: I think she
2: like did someone thought s-
1: that she that he wasn't going to be there because she hadn't been sensing him yeah. around. I
2: just didn't know if someone said something to her like, "Hey, like this is a hard day for him" or something like that.
1: No, I think when she goes to look for him and she goes out that little passageway that in the wall and goes out by like that stone area that she ran into him that one time
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and found out that he wasn't there because I think uh, Bodie and Garrett yeah. were there Garrett, and they yeah. said, this is always like a rough super day. rough day. So you won't find him here. He doesn't want to be around any of us. Hmm.
2: And he's out sitting in the middle of the parapet.
1: Which she scales in a dress. Mm -hmm. On a windy day. On a windy day. well, a windy night, yeah. And it's like windy enough that he can't hear her calling for him. Oh, yeah. Because before all this, they're having like
3: that
2: back and forth tiff because he doesn't want to like admit that he wants to be with her. He doesn't want to commit. Yes. And so when she goes out there, it's like her proving that like, because she told him, well, I'll just wait for you whenever you decide. Yeah. Otherwise we're not having sex whenever until you're... you decide that you want this,
3: mm-hmm.
2: that you want to be with me. So she scales the parapet that night and that's her way of showing, hey, I'm not going to wait on you anymore. This is what I want. Where are you at? So this is what? Like I'm meeting you halfway here. Yeah.
1: And he's pissed that she's out there. He's like, uh, turn around now. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. He's just, just lounging out in the middle of the parapet.
2: Yeah. This this whole back and forth, so cheesy. Mm. So cheesy. Where he's like, yeah, I do want you. Since the moment I saw you. It's like, <laughs> oh, of course.
1: He phrases that similarly, but not exactly like that.
2: No, I hope and not. And the way that... Absolutely not like that.
1: <laughs>
2: he does not phrase it like that at all. I was being sarcastic.
1: Oh, well, but he he phrases it really similarly to that, mm-hmm. but in a way that makes me have questions later. Yeah, I don't remember the exact verbiage he used. Yeah.
3: Hmm... But I'm they, to, yeah,
1: they pretty much. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I know yeah. exactly.
3: Yes, what you're saying. yeah.
1: Hmm. So,
2: anyway, they they pretty much skip back down the parapet. Yeah, <laughs>
1: all happy and in love, into Zayden's bedroom <laughs> to destroy some more furniture. Yeah, they but release
0: that tension that they but they've built it. up for a <laughs> month now. They don't get to destroy much furniture this
3: time.
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean they she's too busy you know lighting the trees up outside and
0: well and then they're shattering a, the window what I think Bodie knocks at the door right
2: yep they're mid yeah like on his desk
0: yeah so Bodie knocks at the door and hey I don't mean to interrupt but they're calling all the wings we gotta go. It's an emergency. And then they think it's just part of the last bit of the the final games for the...
1: Well, they don't they no, they know. No, they think it's an actual emergency, and they get they down rush. and find it is
0: the last part of the game Because they were
2: pissed. Yeah. Like think this couldn't have waited until tomorrow. Until I was done.
0: <laughs> so they get their, sh- their shipping orders and... Every wing is sent out, and every squadron within the wing is sent somewhere else to protect.
1: Yeah, they're all going to, they're being sent to outposts. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, for a
0: simulation. For a war game.
1: Yep, for the third third war game. Yeah. Right.
0: So, Zayden tells Violet that she's flying with him, because the dragons can't be separated.
1: Yeah. Dane pissed. says
0: no what are you doing she's
1: with me and he's like I'm your wing leader she's with me
0: and now Liam I think he says Liam's coming with me too right yeah
1: yeah
0: and what does Dane say essentially I'll those- miss
2: he'll say he said I'm I'll miss you yeah
1: He re- like because she, realized at that point in time that there was something else, something more going on between the two of them, like had that moment of realization. And he's like, so that's what you picked, huh? So that's that's who you chose, huh? That was my thinking process at the time.
0: Yeah, that was mine at the time, too. Because
2: I guess I thought the same thing. Like he realized that's her making her choice. Well, he actually said that. But when he said, I'll miss you. Oh. That it meant something else. Yeah. But I was thinking that way where I was oh. just like, okay, he's like, okay, that's the choice you're making. This is done.
1: I knew immediately. Yeah, no.
2: I was thinking like, okay, he's no. figured it out. That's where you're going. Because she had said like, no, I'm going with him.
1: He's yeah, like, I'm are right you sure? You. And he's a little frantic. And
2: yeah,
1: he had. Uh... Yeah, because he realized right after he. Touched her, because he touched because he touched her face to kiss her at the ball. Yeah, but then I think he did it again right mm-hmm. before they yeah. left for their war game. Like he touched her face again, yeah. and he's like, because I think at the so ball is when he picked.
2: is like when everything happened, because that was like the first time I remember recalling him touching her face, because they had like an amicable amicable moment at the ball where he. It happened. Kissed off, her forehead or something. Off and on.
0: I mean, after the threshing, he touched her face a couple after, times. You're right. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Is when he kissed her. He grabbed her
1: cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So he says, <clears throat> "Well, if there's nothing else I can do to convince you, I'll miss you."
0: And off they fly into what the southern one of the southernmost outposts, right? Hmm. To get there, almost there.
1: Start with like an E or an A or something.
0: Yeah. And they land by the lake outside of it and are approached yeah. by a bunch of griffin riders. And Violet freaks out because... Rightfully so. Well, yeah, because that's she the has no,
1: She has no idea what's going on. Yep. That's who they know that, that, that she knows is... Enemy.
2: Yep, and Zayden approaches and says, "This wasn't the deal. We were supposed to meet later."
1: Yeah, because they're they're early
2: or something like that,
1: making out on a rock or something, and and yeah. Then the Griffin Rider lands, and he essentially says, "If you've never trusted me before, you need to trust me now." Right. But Zayden's not surprised to see them, and it seems like the others aren't surprised to see them. Nope, and turns on his way over to her, flying from wherever he was at. So he's not surprised. He's,
0: yeah, he's essentially like, hey, you need to calm down because you're the only one who didn't know these people were going to be here.
1: Yeah, he's not surprised to see them either. The so amount she... of pe- betrayal, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, can you imagine being literally the only one out of the loop, even within the dragons? Mm-hmm. Everyone that you thought you could trust has just been lying and not telling you everything.
0: Ugh. Bitches.
1: And and <laughs> she also realizes right at that point in time that everybody else in her group at the moment are all mm-hmm. rebellion children.
2: Yep. More than the three that they're allowed. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, then finds out that they've been giving weapons and to yeah. the Griffin writers. Every time that he's been going on his special missions, that's what he's been doing.
0: So that being said, at the beginning of the book, Mira takes a book from Violet that her dad gave her about the mythos of this realm. Yeah, it's a children's book. Right. It's a bedtime storybook
1: mm-hmm. about the lore.
0: Right.
1: Because she had looked for this book in the library that they
0: had for the scribes and, and it, couldn't yeah, find it. It wasn't in the the library that's supposed to house every book. Mira gives it back to her when they run into her at whatever that the fort was. Yeah. It turns out that everything written in that book is essentially true. And there are these agents of chaos. I can't remember what they call them within this book. Venon. Venon, there you go.
1: Venon and Wyvern.
0: Which are essentially warped humans yeah uh, they do something different with magic they're able to summon magic itself and then create their wyverns yeah from from the earth right so under them or around them
1: exactly it's those that that didn't have the affinity for like the dragons didn't have the affinity for the griffins and were just left over so they made they like they created their own way to harness magic from the earth. It stemmed from like a story of like three siblings or
0: whatever, right?
1: The Deathly Hollows.
0: <laughs> there are a lot of there are a lot of like connections you can pull from different series. I mean,
3: one. Just, it's our first well, Just think about throwing man, a
1: glass right. without giving too much.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep.
0: So. So of course they get to the outpost. It's empty. They can look down the mountain and see. They immediately know something's wrong. Right. They like can this see is... a, a mountain town and yeah. what's approaching.
2: Who is the one that has that special sight?
0: It's Liam.
1: Is it Liam that has the
0: special yeah. sight? Or he Liam's can yeah. see far
1: super far?
2: Man, that'd be cool.
1: Well, and I don't, I mean, we probably pointed this out, but it was at the beginning of the episode and I don't remember. But you, you mentioned a book that her father gave her about bedtime stories about lore did did we also we mentioned that there's another book often referenced in this book also oh brennan's diary i
0: don't i don't know that we talked about it
1: which but that's very prominent in a lot of different sections too yeah violet was
2: able to sneak it in under her pillow and it goes literally like section by section of what she's going to go through and how to survive it. Because that's where she gets the idea for the poisoning.
1: Yeah, because Brennan, her brother, wrote a diary while he was going through his years and then gave it to Mira so she would know. He, like, wrote it to Mira. Yeah, wrote it to Mira. (laughs) Yeah. So that she would have preparation and then Mira... Kept it mm-hmm. when Brennan died. When you're supposed to destroy all of, I'm so glad she people's dead. artifacts, anything that belonged to them, and she kept it, even though she wasn't supposed to, and gave it to Violet. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just didn't know if we touched on that. I love I, that they called it the Book of Brennan, right? Yeah, I that's loved it. that's like that. Just it was precious so well, so well, yeah. So well. yeah. <clears throat> So the bad guys are coming. So the lore is real. There are actually Wyverns and Venon. And now they're going to have to battle
2: all that. Which everyone else didn't know about Venon.
1: Yes. Violet was the one that told them about it. Based on her stories. They knew about the Wyvern. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, if there's Wyvern, are there Venon? And they're like, what? Yeah, what is that? (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Um, but, yeah. but she, but they're trying to handle this situation that's now arisen and she's trying to handle this all while now realizing that she's been absolutely betrayed by everyone.
2: Did, did Zayden have, was there a letter explaining to him that he got played by the yes. quadrant? Because that's, cause they had found out that yeah. Dane betrayed them and had used Violet to do it. And then they see, hey, this attack is coming. And they basically said, live until morning.
1: Yes. Right? Yeah, there was some sort of just like letter delivery of somehow. I don't remember. I don't know
2: if it was left there or something. Oh, it might have been. I think that that happened. Yeah. Because they had like this epiphany like, oh, shit.
1: We got to figure out what to do. Like everyone
2: knows what we've been doing now. Yeah. And now there's this big attack coming towards us. Yeah.
1: Well, they had to decide whether to stay and fight and defend, you know, the people of the city around that Mm -hmm. or leave and live.
2: Yeah. Because it all comes, comes together that, you know, we've thought this entire time that these are the bad guys, the enemy, when really like they're fighting against the Venom. And it's not what we've thought the entire time. Yes. And everyone else has kind of like put up this barrier, this wall to not help them, not get involved. Yep. And just let them fend for themselves. And that kind of goes against everyone's moral code in that group. So, but the, what's her name that was on the, that basically told them, if you leave now, you can get out and you should go.
1: Yeah, the Griffin writer. Oh, yeah, right, I don't remember her name. Did they give us her name? They probably did, but I don't remember. Yeah. It was such a brief encounter.
2: Yeah, but they basically decide among the group, like whoever wanted to go could go, whoever wanted to stay could stay, and they all decided to stay and, and it, defend the
1: city. And I love that it was just left up to them. Mm-hmm. Like, they always have a choice, and that's one thing that Zayden always said: is that you've got to, you know, yeah.
2: When I feel like that was really important, for, especially for the Rebel children, who in a lot of ways didn't have a choice up until then. Absolutely. So so they stay and they fight and it doesn't go well.
0: It doesn't go well at all. At all.
2: So, Especially in the beginning because yeah. they're all so young and trying to figure out. I mean, for a lot of them, it's their first battle. First time they've seen like this intensive combat.
0: For some of them, it's their only battle. Their
2: only battle. Violet's still fig- trying to figure her shit out.
0: Jess is gonna cry again. I don't. That was
1: so rough. Why would you say that?
0: <laughs> our boy. Sweet baby boy. Our the baby Labrador, of boys. Mr. Golden Retriever. <laughs> I don't know he what
2: is. Uh... Yeah, he goes down.
0: His dragon gets killed by a wyvern. Liam's dragon dies. And it's stated all <sighs> through this book that a dragon can live without its rider, but mm-hmm. a rider cannot live without its dragon.
1: A dragon without a rider is tragedy. A rider without a dragon is dead.
0: Welcome to The Fourth Week.
1: I love that.
0: So, Liam gets to say goodbye to Zayden and Violet (sighs) and then dies, laying on his dragon.
2: Okay, so Liam and Violet's interaction was hard. When Zayden comes over, dude.
0: No, it was rough. There's still a piece of
2: my heart missing.
0: Liam... Is probably my favorite character in this. Oh, part. hands like, down. Legitimately, he's yeah. just he's he's a good solid. He's
2: a good baby Bob. He's a good boy. Mm-hmm. Well, And they
0: did him dirty. Well,
2: especially knowing the backstory between Liam and Zayden and them growing up together in the foster, basically like a foster house, and it was, it was bad. It was bad.
1: And it wasn't anything that happened to. Liam
3: mm-hmm.
1: like it, 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 it happened to his dragon and then he just died like nothing happened to him he didn't do anything wrong nobody like oh my
2: god it's almost it was, like it was rep- just
1: like inevitable
2: yeah it was almost he, he like you couldn't re- do anything Rebecca can we make an exception please because <laughs> come on it was really bad absolutely and it was slow mm-hmm It was a couple pages long. Like... I could not. Did you feel the same way about Liam's death like you did when Nahemia died?
1: This was 10,000 times worse. Was it, though?
2: Because I know... Absolutely. Skylar, you in particular love that character, too. (sighs) Spoilers if you haven't read Thorn of Glass.
0: Um, Man, they were both pretty rough. Nehemia's because I, you know, it was like, I didn't see it coming. Liam's, I was expecting a main character to die at the end of this book. Like, 100%. Was I hoping it was going to be Zayden? Yeah.
2: Then our main character would have died. Mm, I don't buy that.
0: (laughs) I think, but uh, Liam's death is definitely a, Giant impact, mm-hmm. and in I the
1: entire impact. community. <laughs>
0: um, and it was sad. I mean, I I was legitimately sad. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that it affected me the same way that Nehemia's did.
1: I'm
2: sad.
0: <laughs> um. So they get back into the battle.
2: Which also sucks. Like, they just lost their best friend and immediately have to just keep keep pushing through. The show must go
0: on. Shadow Boy throws up a big old shadow wall, blocks out all the wyvern until... I, I'm trying to remember exactly how this happened. Violet charges her power or something, right? She goes Super Saiyan. Pretty much.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then kills the... The leader. Right
2: so they all die.
0: It's it's real interesting. I mean, it, it, just it go just scene. go read this section of the book because it is extremely well written. Mm-hmm. Um
2: But she almost she basically like maxes out.
0: Yeah, she burns out. Yeah. And then uh, she wakes up.
1: Yeah, we um,
0: essentially yeah. Two i mean days later, a couple of weeks later I don't remember they talk time.
2: about that they don't have time to take her back to the quadrant so yeah
0: so zayden's like we're gonna
2: what's the name of their town oratia oratia so yeah they have to take her back there to amend her
0: which is big twist of the book jess did you see it coming
1: no, I'm the only one that didn't.
0: Big Is twist a- of the book, Demanda. You saw it coming? Demanda. Demanda.
1: I feel like I was so
2: much like I was very in the moment towards the end because I just the last half, I'm just like page flip, 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 like just devoured it. But I think like when she woke up and obviously she's pissed at Zayden and she yes. wakes up and she has this moment with him and then all of a sudden like realizes like everything starts flooding back memory wise which he was worried wouldn't be the case but everything starts sledding back she showers does her thing calls him back over and they're starting to have this little moment i think around here is when i'm just like you know what like something's gonna something's got to be a big cliffhanger here yeah
1: absolutely you know
2: like they can't, they're going to leave it insane and so when there's that knock on the door and it turns out to be shocker Big Brother Brennan.
1: What a weird way to phrase that.
2: Big Brother Brennan. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't shocked. I was just like, okay, here it is. Did you see it coming?
0: I called it within the first ten chapters of the book. I hate you right now. <laughs> it's just it's something about the way that they were talking about him. I'm like, he's alive. There's no way he's not. Oh, and he's totally working with whatever rebel group yeah what there?
2: did he what did he say at the end where he's like hey sis welcome to the something welcome to the cause i don't remember what he yeah. said
1: he said welcome to the revolution violet yeah
0: yeah totally called it within the first 10 chapters mira is gonna
1: flip shit he's like you weren't healed you were mended yeah he's a mender
0: so yeah that's-
2: violet had essentially agreed to help them." But she's like, you need to tell me everything. And then knock, knock, knock.
0: That's the end of fourth but one. But I guys. feel
2: like at that point he was like, <laughs> he was at the end. He's like, oh yeah, no more secrets. Knock on the door. Oh, but one. Brennan opens. Okay, now no more <laughs> secrets.
0: <laughs> I just, yeah, I. As far as cliffhangers go, I wish that I could have been surprised about it. I just wasn't. I was like, oh.
2: Mira's gonna be so mad.
0: You can't kill a mender, huh? (laughs) (laughs) He mended himself. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Unless she knows. Do you think she knows?
0: She doesn't know. Do you think
2: she's
1: secretly part of it? She could know. Their mom could know. Mom's a
2: psychopath. I don't think mom knows. I don't think mom knows. I think she's too loyal to the to her thing.
0: I think Mira could be involved though. I don't think Mira or the mom is involved.
1: I'm less likely to believe Mira is, but I wouldn't doubt that the mom knows that he's not dead. Oh, but isn't right? Isn't saying a thing and is yeah. I don't know. Their their mom. It, there's there's something more. Do there's th- something deep. That's do you think more she, with her. Do
2: you think she's going to have redeeming qualities <laughs> in books coming? Because there are five.
1: Possibly, but I don't know that I'll care.
2: <laughs> like, like, honestly, I think it <laughs> might be, sense. again, Throne of Glass spoilers. I think I might feel about it the way, like, Dorian and the King at the end. Like, he apologizes. So, even if. But I, I mean, don't care. It, but I was just like, eh, I'm over you. Be yes. gone. Hmm. Beheaded.
1: I don't know. Yeah,
0: something like that. So we know Okay,
1: so thoughts. <laughs> yeah, what were you?
0: The second book has been announced for
1: November 7th release. And that
0: is the Iron Flame.
1: Flame. Already pre-ordered. Sam.
0: You get those sprayed edges? Uh, Kindle.
1: Oh, yeah, I've got I've got spray edges. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um so, I mean, hypothesis? what's gonna happen
1: okay so things that you noticed in the book that make more sense by the end before thinking about the future did did we already point out that i don't know that we pointed it out we pointed out her mom's signet power but do you think that at the very beginning she brought the storm that and was trying to knock violet off the parapet before she even got in
3: mm-hmm
0: Oh yeah because the weather cl- I see I don't remember it immediately came in. I don't remember them saying that weather control was her signature power. Yeah. Yeah. I don't
1: so know if it's I weather never... control but I know uh, it she might can just be storm. It, yeah. Yeah, storm influence or weather influence something like that. But like do we think that she I could see it. brought that storm in at the very beginning trying to knock her it. off and not have to deal with it.
2: I could see it. Especially since they just had that argument. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I,
3: don't
2: I don't know. Well, so, what's his face? Head honcho dude. Who can see how a war is going to end? Yes. Does he know that they all survive?
0: No, because he can't see the beyond the rebel...
1: The wards. Right. Wait. Sorry, I mean,
2: that's people. why they're
0: not allowed to be in yes. groups of three because uh, of greater than three.
2: Oh, because he can't see exactly. Okay. okay, Yeah, I forgot that small detail. Yep.
0: So next book, guys, any, any thoughts going into it?
1: Oh, this has been a while. I feel like I've had so many things.
0: I think your dad's alive.
2: I hope he's not.
0: I hope he's not, but I think he is.
2: No, I don't like that.
0: Well, I mean, let, let's look at the facts. He's very obviously not loyal to, right? Uh, the Saurongales or whatever, mm-hmm. because he's you know that's true. Leaving these fantasy books with his daughter, who's supposed to become a scribe. So, to me, it makes perfect sense that he stages it and leaves, and he knows that Brennan is alive.
2: I'm hoping that he's not, but that he helped start the group.
1: Okay, so, one of the things, looking back, not necessarily thinking about for Iron Flame or the future, but at one point when Violet and... Zayden figure their stuff out a little bit and the comment that he makes isn't the oh, I've loved you since I first met you or what, whatever but he does say something along the lines of like like I've loved you longer than you realize or I've cared about you longer than you can imagine or something along those lines and like I saw like read this theory and then i'm i'm just diving more into it but because zayden spent so much time with brennan like brennan talked about his family and like he had learned about who violet was and that that's why he had the reaction he had when he saw her on the parapet of like like why are you here yeah like what the fuck are you doing here thinking that she was going to be safe as a scribe and then seeing her there and he's it's like an oh shit moment Mm. and like he's come to care for this person that he doesn't even realize who it is and like so like that's the basis of where he's coming from yeah this whole time
2: oh that's cute that's a really good theory
1: like that he's he's you know, of all the stories and everything, he's falling in love with someone that he's never met, you know, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. like we do with all these fictional men. And, mm-hmm. um, Facts. <laughs> and, and women. And, um, <laughs> and uh, why he says that comment the way that he does.
3: And I just yeah, love I like that so
1: much. I like that a lot.
0: All right, guys, well, let's wrap it. Wrap it up.
1: Sorry, I mean, any other thoughts for for future?
0: No, I think I, I think it's mind. gonna
1: be a lot of war strategy, and I don't know if
2: I'm. Yeah, I'm worried I'm not gonna enjoy it as much, but I'd rather keep my expectations low, as they say.
0: Well, speaking of low expectations, let's uh, let's rate it, Jess. Five. Amanda.
2: Yeah, it's a five for me, dog do
0: it it's a four okay um okay let's let's be real it's your typical fantasy book it's extremely well written i enjoyed it Mm -hmm. tick top tip top tick tock hype (laughs) killed this book for me tick tock tip top (laughs) really it did because uh, I went Before into
1: reading it. it or after reading it?
0: Both. Mm.
1: And then us. Be- I, I
0: was really excited for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, legitimately, I was like, I want a good fantasy. And it is a good fantasy. But it doesn't meet the standards that I think everybody places it on.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah. And see, I was the opposite. I thought it lived up to the hype. This was one because I read a lot of, especially like book talk books where everyone said Mm -hmm. they loved it and I did not. Yes. And this was one I felt like was lived up to it.
1: Absolutely. So
2: I get where you're coming from, especially because this has been talked about nonstop for months. It's been huge. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, I think book talk just
2: set my expectations too high. We just need to get off social media.
0: But we won't. Goodreads set my expectations too high. Like I mean, t- this is the highest rated book on Goodreads right, right now, right?
1: Yeah. I believe it. Yeah.
0: And, I mean, does it deserve it? Probably. Mm-hmm. It's really good. But, yeah, it's a four for me.
2: But I think it was between four and fives based on reviews that it got and ratings. Yeah. So, yeah, I see where you're coming from.
1: One more thing just before we finish up. Um, one thing that's said after Violet wakes up before she sees Brennan is something about how both her dragons are fine but Andarna is very different right now after having to use her like her power so much Violet was really worried about her and all they say is that she's a lot bigger so it's like what happened with having to use that much of her time power is she not a baby anymore is she bigger what what kind of tail does she have does she stay gold She's What's now, going on? She's an adolescent with our baby Andarna. I gotta know. She's more than a half. I don't want to. I don't want to have to wait. She counts until November.
0: One so good. Whole ticket to the theme park now. <laughs> 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 she's over forty-two inches or whatever it is. Oh she my can goodness. ride the big
1: rides. <laughs> she's she's out of the baby Bjorn. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to stuff
2: her <laughs> shoes anymore. <laughs> Solid. Oh.
1: So I I am so excited to read this. Honestly, um, Iron Flame comes out November seventh. I'm supposed to receive my copy November eighth, and then we all leave for Japan November tenth. So I know what I'm reading on the flight. Facts. That that's, that's what a I'm, quick turnaround. That's what I'm reading.
0: We'll be recording that episode in Japan, if anybody's asking. I'm just buying all new recording equipment while we're there.
1: Yeah, so if the quality's not great, you know why, but... We're recording on our phones. (laughs) We're going to make it work. That would be dope. For real. Absolutely. We can make something work. Even if it's just... Yeah, we can make something work. Yeah, we'll figure it out.
0: Cool. All right, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening to A Court of Books and Booze. This week, we covered Fourth Wing. Check it out. Rebecca Yaros. This is her first step into fantasy, right?
2: Correct. Her first fantasy book. She's really a romance writer.
1: Yeah. And um, she crushed it. She deserves all the hype. Absolutely.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, definitely. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. If you have any book recommendations or you want to let us know how we're doing, you can email us at ACOBAB podcast at gmail.com. And if you liked what you heard. Say it. And you heard what you liked. Make sure to go check out the other podcast from golden mojo entertainment on Mondays. That is the call guys on Tuesdays. That is golden image podcast on Wednesdays. The United States of paranormal, on Thursdays is the Golden 80s and Indiana Chiefs fans. Season two. On Fridays, it is the Murder and us. Murr is, as far as we know, currently still on hiatus.
2: Are we saying what All we're right. reading next time?
1: Yes. Our next book is Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. We have read one of her books before; it was *Cersei*. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna see how uh, this one goes. I'm excited.
2: Yeah, this is one I'm looking forward to. Yeah,
1: have been for a while.
2: Been on my bookshelf, I think, for a year.
1: Yep. Yep. Looking forward to it. All right.
2: Cool.
0: Awesome. See you
2: guys next time.
1: Read with you later.